Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. The Thread is a new hit podcast from Ozzy Media that explores history's surprising connections in order to discover how one thing leads to another. Like how movie moguls in early Hollywood helped spark the Me Too movement today. Get it on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Well, we don't start with Wilmer Flores walk off tonight. I got the Dodgers seven home runs yesterday. All night long we had, here's a home run by Bellinger. Is Kike Hernandez. Here's Justin Turner. Here's another Bellinger home run. Here's one by Steve Yeager. Here's Davey Lopes with a home run. Here's Wes Parker with a home run. I know we, we, we don't get the Wilmer Flores. It's okay, Bonnie. I'm just saying. It's nothing personal. I'm it's just, just business. Saying. I mean, we win one game a week. Well, I think it was just an homage to our friends and family here in the greater Los Angeles area. And to come up up the staff. We got a lot of guys around here that celebrate those Dodgers home runs uh, and one after the next. And if we can get them. them in a better mood. That means better audio, better sound, and less people stealing your food out of the fridge. What did that happen to you? It may have happened fifteen or twenty times well, during no, my I tenure. Mean, like, but did, no, it happens to me. But did it happen tonight? 
Not tonight. No. Oh, okay. So Not far. yet. So I far. haven't checked All yet. Right. All right. We'll see what's still in the uh, in the fridge when I get there. Welcome inside Fox Sports Radio. It is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more information, you know where to go. Go to geico.com. Uh, we got a big night in the World Cup. Kobe Jones is going to stop by and talk. Lionel Messi finally coming through with a goal that mattered. Sorry. But does soon. it really? Too soon. Too it's soon too soon. Me. I mean, it's a good too start. Messi, too soon. It, I think it's a bit too soon. Got to score. Uh, got to score in the knockout stage. You know. He's, yes. Got to do that. Yes. It's, it's got to be a if thing. If you don't like it, don't watch it. But you hey, know what? Whoa. You got to get through that first stage first. Wait, hang on a sec. You cannot play that. You cannot play that for the World I'm Cup. I'm sorry, I meant to hit this. Yeah. yeah. Watch every second of the World Cup on Fox and FS1. And take it with you on Fox Sports Go. I can't save your job now, Tight Shirt. I what do you mean? I can't save it. You can't vouch for me? I can't save your job. Out of all the Mets I highlights cannot. I haven't played for I you, know. you can't Wait, just that's save two days in a row you're firing I, I, I us off the no, jump, no, no, right? I'm not firing anybody. I'm saying when that phone calls him, go, whoa, whoa. What was with that Kevin Durant you don't like and don't watch? But when you're talking about the World Cup, I'm like, whoa, dude, come on, man. Well, was he really talking about the World like- Cup? Was he really? I, actually, we were talking about we were talking about the World Cup. Okay, was, my bad. It was about yeah. The in World that Cup. moment, um, we were. And the fact you're wearing an LAFC T-shirt is not going to help you. Not going to help you. You don't like I'm LAFC? What's wrong? Nah, you don't like it? Don't watch. <laughs> well, because they didn't no. give us any of that swag no, like no, everybody no, else are, is walking around. We, here. we are a true Zlatan household. Oh, I want to. I got to make sure I get a Zlatan shirt. That's what I want up on the wall. Well, is a Zlatan kit. No, forget about that. Have you seen the Zlatan ass tattoo? I did. In the, I'm going to eat that ass up. I mean, it's, it's, that's a very impressive. I mean, there's impressive tattoos in my lifetime. I can think of the top of my head the most impressive tattoos. Like the first time I saw Axl Rose with the with the Appetite for Destruction tattoo. I'm okay, like, wow, sure. he's got the tattoo of the album before. I thought you were even- saying someone with a yeah. tattoo of Axl no, Rose. No, 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 no. With the, uh, yeah. No, I think of the three best tattoos I think I've seen in my life is Axl with the Appetite for Destruction tattoo, which you know he got before the album became big. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot of guts. There's that tattoo. That's not a lot of guts. You can have it either taken off, you can cut off the skin. I mean, there's lots of ways to do that. There's Clooney's From Dusk Till Dawn tattoo. That was good, yeah. And now there's Zlatan's ass tattoo. That's been an ESPN you the body it. issue. Yeah. That is no, it's a you th- forgot an obvious two one. Two big eyes yeah. on each cheek. I mean, that's that's impressive. That's a tattoo. I said I would I would get that, but I couldn't. How how could I? How could I? <laughs> how would I really enjoy it? Outside, I would have to. It's not for you to enjoy. No, but it's if I for don't everybody see it, to enjoy. You like the ass of Zlatan? I show you Zlatan. The fans were I, demanding something and. And I gave them Zlatan. Yeah, he gave them Zlatan. You missed one them, obvious tattoo, though. I gave though. them my ass. No, I, I can't stop thinking of Zlatan's tattoo. Okay, well, I, I think I on your I mean, but on your Mount Rushmore of tattoos, okay. you forgot one. What did I forget? Dennis Scott's tattoo of himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That is a he good one. He tried to pawn it off yeah. like it was his dad. Uh, no, 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 that's you. Tattoo yourself. That it's is okay. a pretty good one. Uh, but doesn't matter. I'm still thinking of Zlatan. You're obsessed yeah, with Zlatan. No, well, you have to. It, I mean, it. I was watching World Cup action in here on Sunday, Fox Sports Sunday, Dan Byer and I, and, and one of the channels had a whole thing on Zlatan that ran for about 45 minutes. It was brilliant. Couldn't take my eyes off. The like, Just like his tattoo. It's it's an eye. It's a big eye on each cheek. Yeah. That And I didn't see the rest of it because obviously they can only go so far. But it's you like, don't it, say. It's, it's, I, I don't know. It's like I'm, my ass is looking at you. Did it and, make you want to go out and buy a magazine? Got, it's got like the googly eyes too. Like you look at it and your eyes start to go, yes. That's like you're having, you know, 
uh, some kind of well, it's transformative and, and moment. It takes you to another place, kind of like that hypnotic Christoph Porzingis dance song. Oh that yeah, we yeah, use. that is that is that's that's the right? audio that made you want to walk towards the ocean. Yes, maybe just, this is the same thing. I don't know. I would maybe kinda, he could start a trend. I would kind of just keep. Li- I would want to see him walk to the side. Look at this. He's staring at me. He's looking at me. With no, no matter where on. you turn, from by, he's looking at me. I can't I'm eat that ass up. It'd be t- I, I know. Can guys sneak up behind him on the on the pitch? Because maybe now they can't. Because I didn't know he has that kind of tattoo. No longer is it eyes in the back of it's, your head. Oh, no, I got eyes in the back of my ass. Uh, that's going to be a drop now. There we go. I mean, that really is. It's that's not it's a bad way to start. Though. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, you look at that tattoo guy. I, I don't know what else I could do today. I have to just keep. I, I have to keep looking at this. It's right. very. It's I figured very there were shocking. other photos that we might. Yeah, well, there's Give, Greg get your Norman, and, you know, it's like, okay, Greg, Norman is great, but, that, uh, you know, I've not seen a tattoo like that. You know, because you know me, I'm not an ink guy. I'm not a big ink guy. But I've debated I, it. When I see something like, oh, you got to get that. That's what you have to get. You have to get the big googly eye. Can I get a couple of I, weeks of uh, full-on squats and <laughs> quad work in first? <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do this, we got to do this right. 877 on Fox Twitter. At How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harbin. So we got Kobe Jones coming. We'll talk Zlatan's ass tattoo with him. By the way, I'm I would sure. need to go fund yourself for for Why? that because that's a lot of lot of money. That's a lot of time in the chair. That would be like one of those tattoos you have to go back like three or four times. Well, I get the first three layer. Three or four? No, And man, then I got to go back again. And that's a lot of time again. passed out. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the Lumberjack run, song run, like run, we were run, just run, listening run, to. Run, 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 Little pre-show jackal. Meanwhile, because, yeah, we did listen to Jackal pre-show. Meanwhile, big stories in the NBA today as we get closer and closer to free agency. Doc Rivers has traded his son. Well, not really Doc Rivers, but the Clippers have ended the first father-son coach player situation in NBA history by trading Austin Rivers to the Washington Wizards for Marcin Gortat. Think they gave Doc a courtesy call? Doc Doc is not calling the shots anymore. Remember, he was demoted. After last year, so now he got it's, ejected. It's yes, Lawrence Frank, who is now running things. Lawrence Frank, who was last seen cursing on ESPN television in the morning. Uh, you so, said that like it's a bad thing. No, but he just didn't know where he was. That's okay. Hey, how about that blankety blank? Whoa, hey, we're we're live on TV. Okay, so Lawrence Frank is the president of basketball operations for the Clippers. So, and and Michael Winger is the general manager, but Doc Rivers was running things up until this year, and now they have decided. They have traded Austin Rivers, so Doc Rivers' son gets traded to the Wizards. You know, it's not Blake's fault. It's not Blake's fault. Can't blame him anymore. Do you? Can't look in that rearview mirror and blame him. You talk about a bad day. They traded my kid. I want to trade my wife half the time. I can't do it. You can't do it. I'll trade my kid. Whatever it is. Trade all the way to D.C. Oh, it's 3,000 miles. It doesn't have the frequent flyer miles to fly back and forth. Forget it. Never going to see him. It's awful. We had a great rhythm. Way to go, Super Dave. No. Good year for Austin Rivers, too, and that's how and he gets himself kicked out. 15 points they, a game, and now he goes. I have a horrible year. I get demoted. He has a good year. He gets out. What's that? Would you rather be Dwayne Casey, get a trophy? and a, Actually, he gets probably a nice-sized novelty check uh, in the payout. But 15 points, four assists, 1.2 steals per game, 34 minutes a game, but they draft two guards last week. Uh, the writing was on the wall, especially when they picked up the option of Milo, Milo's because there was a lot of talk that he wasn't going to come back. Nicely done. Yeah, yeah like get a little ha- Hamilton. Uh, now, w- there is something big to take away from this. But before we get to that, we have some more silliness. Because do you think they made Doc tell Austin Rivers? Do you think they made him say, hey, Doc, want to know we made a trade? 
uh, in case DeAndre Jordan, you know we're going to try to sign him and trade him because that's what he wants. Uh, and we got uh, a backup just in case we can go forward with him or figure something out. We got more Gortat from the world. Oh, great. What, what do we give up? What, what do we give up? Well, we want you to tell the player because he's one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm the coach. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, no problem. Good. Uh, is your son in the room? Oh, you want me to go with him and tell the guy? Oh, oh, I don't know about this. You think they made him do it? This is a good fellas Joe Pesci kind of moment. Oh. <laughs> you walk into the room. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't be- Joe Pesci wasn't being made. So, uh, spoiler uh. alert. Joe Pesci doesn't get made in good Hey, time. Austin, you want to go have lunch? <laughs> Dad, we never have lunch. <laughs> well, uh, listen, you we have to have lunch because you have a 1230 flight to Washington. Why am I going? Well, Just hands him the ticket. Yeah, here you go. And uh, here's a good realtor that I know in the D.C. area. There you go. So uh, good luck. And we'll see. Uh, what? Thanksgiving? We'll see you then. Uh, you know, over the summer, come back and visit your mom and I, and then uh, it'll be good. Well, they get rid of one of the glut of guards, but he finally become a player. And I think that's one of the big stories to flow out of this. Because for the first couple of years of his career, it's like, ah, this guy's being carried along by his old man. He's only playing a few minutes a game, isn't really contributing a whole lot. You see the scoring average, the minutes played go up the last couple of years. And if I told you he'd average 15 points a game for this team this year, there's no way you're saying, yeah, absolutely. There's no question about it. (laughs) You know, the funny thing about this is right before I stopped watching Walking Dead, right before I got sick of it and said, okay, done. Did you finally quit? And, oh, yeah, yeah. I How quit. about that? I quit after the season premiere last year. Good for you. Because now, you know, I realize. Because I know you threatened to multiple yeah. times. Oh, yeah, yeah. I figured you didn't carry through with it, so no, no, I never no. to ask you about it, it it's, again. So, it's social currency. When did you stop watching The Walking Dead? Oh, that's good. Like, you know, what? I didn't. Who, who knew that oh, was Oh, you like want a half a season too far? Currency. They flip you off like Bill Russell and walk out of the room? So, But before <laughs> I stopped watching, like, Negan's big thing, if somebody tried to kill him, was never to kill that person in revenge. It was to kill that person's loved one. Okay. So it's like, oh, you try to do this to me, watch this, and then he would kill That's somebody. That's a good move. Right. To, you know, yeah. you, you live with that because, you you know, you're the thing. I feel like they're doing that with Doc Rivers now. We're not going to fire you, but we're going to trade your kid, okay? <laughs> so you get your act together, and then let's get going this season. Because No, you're still here, but you stuck so bad, we had to trade your kid to make it work. Final year of his deal, final year of Gortat's deal uh, as we get this exchange, but certainly a lot of focus then on what happens with DeAndre Jordan. A lot of talk of signing trades and that he actually ends up in Dallas where he was sequestered several years ago when we were talking free agency. (laughs) All my life's a circle. But, you know, the big takeaway from this is something is brewing with the Clippers. Something is happening. I said, for the last six months, I've said, LeBron, don't go to the Lakers. Go to the Clippers because you can rewrite history and be an absolute legend. Don't You go to the Lakers, you're just the latest in line of Kobe and Shaq and Kareem and Magic and Worthy and, and Nick Van Exel. And, you know, so it's like, you know, you don't want to be that guy. Go to the Clippers where they're clearing stuff out, great ownership and Steve Ballmer and all this stuff. I don't know if it's LeBron, but they are they have something big going on. They're maneuvering around. Yeah, they did draft two guards last week that are going to get a lot of playing time and sure Austin Rivers does fit well with Washington. You know, they got two good guards already and he can slide in and play a lot of minutes. But they're they're something is something big. They are setting up for something really big and this is just part of it. You know, you get Gortat, he's in a walk away as well. Okay, great. DeAndre Jordan is going to opt into his contract so he can facilitate a trade 
likely to Dallas. We saw that story today. That's $25 million coming off the books there. They are built. Something big is happening with the Clippers. I don't. I, I feel like I'm in the beginning of the movie. I don't know what it is yet, but I know something big is happening, and they're building towards something really, really big splash-wise. Well, Act One is they they shed those contracts and and veteran players, the things that weren't working. Chris Paul goes to Houston, rebuffing their offers, and and the estimated what 170 or whatever it was, they trade off. Blake Griffin, so they start over. Now Austin Rivers is gone. DeAndre Jordan's gone. You clear the deck with a bunch of cash. Now suddenly things get interesting, you know, because all those Kawhi Leonard rumors were he just wanted to be in Los Angeles. Lakers mm-hmm. preferred, but certainly not dismissing the Clippers. Yeah, so, is it Lakers or bust, or is it, hey, I'd like to go to the Lakers, but cause either way, difference. yeah, Act 2 is is now underway, and can't wait to see how the plot development. Get your popcorn ready. I'll tell you, the Clippers, are the, something big is happening. Trust me on this. 877-99 on Fox, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, speaking of NBA free agency, oh my goodness, a very high profile NBA personality just made a promise he probably shouldn't have made. We'll get to it next on Fox. I got eyes in the back of my ears. You know, I got a Twitter Twitter request saying, hey, could Jason do impressions all night? That'd be very entertaining by the little troller. No. Okay, okay I guess I have to. The fact that it's coming from the little troller What's wrong should with tell that? you everything you need to well, know. Can't do it. It's just a can't Twitter handle. I think can't that's sarcasm dripping. No, I think they might. Doc Rivers' impression is pretty good. I think he needs a giant towel to clean Doc up the Rivers. sarcasm that's collecting underneath. I mean, I've unveiled my Chris Broussard in the last few days. I mean, that's pretty good. He seemed okay with it at least to start. But I, I think eventually Chris is going to come running through the door like he's John Cena and take you down. <laughs> Look. I get it. I like him. I don't love him. I, I, LeBron, look, look, the Warriors, I get, I like him. I like him. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> uh, but falling under the category of making promises you're not sure you can keep. Son, you're writing checks your body can't cash. Magic Johnson today decided to double down on free agency. In a wide-ranging interview with the L.A. Times' Bill Plasky, who is going to join us Thursday night on the show, joins us every week, Bill Plasky, friend of the show. Magic Johnson, of course, is under a lot of pressure to finally get some free agents to sign with the Lakers, most notably LeBron James and Paul George. Have them walk through that door. Who, me? And he reiterated... Do Bill Plasky that if I can't get people here in the next year plus, I will no longer be in this position. Next summer, if nobody comes and I'm still sitting here like this, then it's a failure. But if you judge us on one summer, that's ridiculous. And then if I can't deliver, I'm going to step down myself. She won't have to fire me. I'll step away from it, you know, because then I can't do this job. You're fired. You know how panicked I am right now if I'm a Laker fan and I hear that? Whoa, whoa. Everything has been towards this summer. This is LeBron James. Everything is LeBron. Jeannie Buss is tweeting out those who can do or can't, whatever she was tweeting. Oh, everything is this summer. LeBron is coming, and now you get magic going. It's not just this summer. It's next summer. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. This is when you're talking to me about confidence and LeBron is coming and this is what's happening. Now suddenly Magic Johnson, 
four days before free agency is saying it's not just this summer, it's next summer. Whoa, dude. Is that a concession speech? That is. If, that, if we're in a political I campaign, am, is that waving the white flag? I am is that stunned. Duke throwing in the towel? Throw the damn towel! That's, that's this part of Magic Johnson. It's all been, yeah, we're great. We got guys. He's smiling and saying things and taking all kinds of fines for tampering. And I'm sure the Lakers made sure that that pitch to Paul George went out yesterday about the written word for him and what they want recorded. I don't think it's any coincidence that you hear stories of Paul George may be thinking about re-upping with the Thunder. Oh, no, no, wait. Here's a leaked story that this is what the Lakers are going to record for him uh, when they meet him next week, we're looking for someone like Jamie Foxx to voice it over. Yeah, that's no coincidence, and I'm sure you could get the Lakers for tampering. But, whoa, seriously? You're now telling me this year or next year? Everything has been this year. Everything. Everything the Lakers has done has been this year, this summer, this free agency. We cleared the decks for this year, for LeBron James, for Paul George, for whoever else is going to come through. And now it's it's not just one summer. Oh, my God. This is, this is what was supposed to end it because the best free agent the Lakers have gotten since their championship years, seriously, you think about this. Nobody has come here. Nobody has come to Los Angeles. The only guy that's come that's been any good is Lou Williams, and he's gone. Lou. He came in 2015, and he was great. Kobe's last year, he was starting all the time and scoring 25 points a game, and now he's – Sixth man of the year, sixth man of the year. He's not even on the team anymore. They have got nobody in 10 years. Nobody has come here. Nobody has wanted to come play for the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's been year after year after year. But now you tell me everything is all good. It's this year. It's this year. And now, well, we got this year and next year. Well, no, 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 no. No, but that's the problem. It's like you do have a, a huge free agent crop for 2019. No question about it. But he was hired in February of 2017 to get this ship righted. So this is year two. This isn't year one. Revisionist summer counting as you want. Maybe you didn't enjoy last summer. Wow. Revisionist summer counting. That sounds like a class you could take, like, you know, in between semesters. No, I'm going to take revisionist summer counting, get my three credits this summer. Oh, that's pretty good. That's right. Those eight weeks and all that you were able to accomplish. Here's the when I went to (laughs) camp. It's really for those that drank all the way through the summer, an ability to try to jog their memory and see how much they can piece back together. It's, you know, a, a crime-solving mystery. I couldn't, take, I couldn't take stress relief class. That was full. So I'm taking this instead. That's not bad. That's a good elective as well. But certainly for Magic Johnson, it's the second summer. This is the two max contracts. You've got a bunch of young players. The only guy with with dollars on the books that you're worried about in, in terms of his destination for next year is Julius Randle. I can't count Luol Dang. No, come on. It's just sitting there. He's going to be on the team forever. You, He's going to be 56 you, years old, still drawing eight, nine million a year. By the way, do you think in the Lakers control room, right, when they, the war room, whatever you're calling it, there's a phone that has several, you know, there's several phone lines, and then there's one that's just for Mitch Kupchak of, hey, we got another one of your guys. You picked up one we called on Mozgov. I got one more of your gems for you. Maybe he answers. Maybe he answers. What do you got, Frostberg? Why are you spreading fake news, Jason? I, what, what are you talking about? Why are you spreading fake you news about fake the Lakers? News. What fake news am I spreading? You said they haven't landed a big free agent in 10 years. Lou Williams is their last since the championship. Hey, Dwight year. Howard didn't stay. Okay. He Where left. are you getting these facts? Where, of course they did. Uh, go ahead. Mozgov? 
Oh, you want dang? Right. Well, I mean, they were right. tall Come and they, 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 were they got a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, so they were tall. big. They were big free agents. They, were, they were big. <laughs> the measurables were there. They didn't sign Muggsy Bogues, all right? You know, when they, they stacked those $100 bills, they were as high as Mozgov's head. I can't believe you forgot about those accusations. I did. I, I, I vividly remember the first night of free agency three years ago when, when at 9 o'clock and the first signing was Mozgov. The first one was the Lakers giving him four years and sixty minutes. It was well, you have. But got then there was a, a fake woge with Luol Deng, and the contract that ended up being finalized was far worse than what the yeah, fake yeah. woge <laughs> reported. <laughs> yeah, Infinitely that, worse. That fake woge was Luol Deng to the Clippers and said, "No, no, no, it's to the Lakers, and it's for even more money." But no, honestly, and you know, Frostburg, listen, I I know how long you've been a Laker fan your whole life, and you've been pointing towards this summer. And now you hear Magic Johnson say, oh, yeah, this year or next year? I I, I just got a feeling in the pit of my stomach now when I hear nah, that. Nah, it's a smokescreen. You think? It means it's all going down July 1st. See, but it, I don't think Magic's that kind of guy. Magic's that kind of guy when he knows something, I'm going to make sure you know that I know, that you know, that we know. That He's I not know allowed. He's been put on blast. He Did we check to see if uh, even, is Kimmel on summer hiatus? Out there with tampering. He, no, he doesn't care. He'll pay $50,000. No, no. Well, he was at five hundred the last now. time. No, Matt, Magic doesn't care. Uh, Genie will just write that check. I'll just make sure I get the guys there. No, I'm scared out of my mind right now if I'm the Lakers and I hear that. Well, yeah, you're a Knicks fan. Oh, no, of course you're scared out of your mind. No, well, it's, we don't you guys get haven't played basketball in 20 years. No, we have. Uh, come on, no, wait, 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 wait. We were in the. Hang on, second round of the playoffs. Let's see. 20. Okay, before well, it's that, 20, was, 24 before that for was, OJ. Hang on, John and, Starks and the finals. I'm sorry, OJ. Biggest Knicks highlight in the last 20 years is your coach biting an ankle. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait no, for it. That's pretty. No, no, that is. Hello. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being Knicks season ticket. There was at least one or two uh, Porzingis soon. moments. Not that there? big. No, there's a Porzingis. But at least threes. things that yeah, gave yeah, you yeah. a little bit of hope. Yeah. There's. Uh, there was. But like know, I told no, you, no, no, dangerous no, no, thing. No, no, no. Biggest highlight: Charles Oakley fighting security. That's that's the biggest one. You know what? That's, that's much better. One. Yeah. Way to go, Oak Tree. Are you hiring? <laughs> hey, Nix, are you hiring? Well, with Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. We'll have more on NBA free agency, but coming up next, the day that was in the World Cup finally. For Messi. But first, let's find out what's trending with a guy who is always messy when he comes in. Hi, guys. And leaves his workstation that way I'm when he goes I'm a maniac klepto. It's the He's... opposite of a kleptomaniac. I just leave everything everywhere. It's Tom Looney with What's Trending. Okay. Uh, oh, you hear this that's sound a... here? Yeah, that's the sound of college baseball. Game one, Carol's College World Series played tonight. Arkansas, Oregon State, best of three situation. Razorbacks took game one. Four to one to Major League Baseball. J.D. Martinez sported wood again tonight. His 24th home run of the year. That leads Major League Baseball and the Red Sox. Holy smoke, the Angels nine to one. Mets won in dramatic fashion. Bottom ten walk off. Mets swashbuckled the Pirates three to two. Orioles lost again. What's new? Seattle marinated Baltimore three to two. Also, Yankees punks attended the Phils six nothing. Reds McComb the Braves five three. Brewers crowned the Royals 5-1. Friggin' Ace tamed the Tigers 9-7. Diamondbacks reeled in the Marlins 5-3. 
Astros seven, Blue Jays absolutely nothing. Damn right. And now we break down. Sauce and toss, slice and dice, the World Cup with Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, and the other Kobe on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. We're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit Geico.com. Well, finally today, a breakthrough in the World Cup. Moving on to the knockout stage, Argentina, thanks to this goal early in the first half. Benega, look at that ball. Messi brings it down in the box. Messi, go! Argentina leads! So there it is, FS1 on the call. Thanks to Lionel Messi's goal, Argentina beats Nigeria 2-1. to They move on to the knockout stage. A lot of pressure on him. He comes through finally. With a goal. I'm sorry, was that out loud? Joining us now on the hotline, the all-time leader and cap for the USMNT member of the National Soccer Hall of Fame, Kobe Jones. Kobe, what's happening? Uh, just hanging, getting ready for the next day of the World Cup. It's same like, old, same old, right? Yeah, you got you get up at like 4 in the morning, watch all the World Cup, go to bed at noon, wake up at like 9 o'clock at night. You got a great schedule the next couple of weeks. <laughs> well, I take a little nap here and there. You know, I wouldn't say I wake up, you know, wake up at 9 p.m., you know, but uh, it, it's fun stuff. All right, well, today, obviously, Messi is the order of the day. A lot of pressure on him. He had a very disappointing World Cup. And he comes through with a goal and Argentina moves on. You know, I know the big Ronaldo-Messi debate is always going to be that. It's one of the more fun debates we have. But I, I've to, between the two, I've never just been a Messi guy because I feel like on the biggest stage, he's always come up short. At least I've seen Ronaldo make big plays and score big goals in the World Cup. But, you know, Messi's still looking for his first knockout round goal. I mean, today was a big step, don't get me wrong, but I need to see him do it bigger on, on the bigger stage. Well, fair, fair enough. You know, that's always going to be the argument between those two players, you know, but if you want to talk about the best player, you got to take in the totality of, of it all, right? You know, Messi's the setup man, you know, Ronaldo's the finisher, you know, that's what it, what it comes down to. Messi's, uh, the, the reason people are fans of Messi and argue in his favor is not just because what he does as far as his finishing abilities, but his ability to make the whole team better, you know, to create and build you know, within the team. While for Ronaldo, it's like he finishes off what the team does. You know, he's that focal point. He's the tip of the spear, you know, so to speak. So there's two different ways ways to look at it, you know, overall. For me, you know, I'm still I'm still a messy fan and and what he's what he's done. But when it comes down to it for both of them, none of them will ever be considered the best ever until one of them wins a World Cup. And that's just a, a fact of life. It's too bad it's not the NBA where they could just team up and we could see them work together. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but another superstar and one, one name one at that, uh, Neymar, they've got a drinking game going where they get free shots every time he hits the pitch. <laughs> During your playing career, was there ever ever a guy that you just stood over and just said, would you get up already? Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I never stood up over the guys, you know, but there, there's always some that are known throughout every league, you know, that they're going to take a hit and they're going to go down, you know, now I let, let's be fair a little bit. Neymar was targeted, you know, within the match. And I think it was a little bit, uh, excessive in that first game against Switzerland, mm -hmm. how they, they had the 10 fouls uh, just specifically on Neymar. And I don't, I don't think the ref did a good enough job in protecting him to a degree, but then after the fact, yes, indeed, he, he realized 
what all the talk was in the situation where anytime he got touched, he tended to go down. But, you know, that's the nature of the game. You know, we see a little bit of an embellishment, you know, on all sides in every sport, right? Yeah, so I'm looking, Kobe, I'm looking for your commercial saying root for Mexico. I'm waiting. Oh, I'm waiting. Keep, keep looking. You'll be looking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, keep on going. <laughs> it's been a few days now, obviously, since the Landon Donovan controversy happened. But, you know, you know you've know, you waited. We talked to Eric Winalda as well last week on the show. And, and I completely understand. It's like, okay, you know, you're getting paid. But I remember vividly, you have told me stories about what's happened to you guys when you played in Mexico, and it's suddenly, now we're going to root for Mexico? I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to hear what Winalda had to say. (laughs) It's incendiary, let me tell you, Kobe. (laughs) Shocking, right? Shocking. Uh, but for myself, yeah, I mean, I've told you the stories, you know, I've been in the trenches against against the L tree, you know, over the years, you know, it, it's not a team that I'm going to say, okay, I'm, my team didn't make it. I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. That's just not my style. Now, look, everybody has the right to cheer for every team they want. You're a Mexican national, you're Mexican American, you know, you do, you do the 23 and me and that's your root for your roots team. You know, I, I could, I could see it all, but you know, for, for myself, I am. I'm not gonna do it. I, I've. I have battled them year in, year out. That's part of the rivalry. That's part of sports. You don't. You don't want it. You. You don't want beige, right? You, you don't want. Okay. Well, my team didn't make it. Okay, I'm gonna cheer for my rival. I'm a Red Sox fan. We didn't make it. I'm cheering for the Yankees. And then it loses meaning of the rivalry between these two teams. And this is the, our biggest rival. And and Mexico doesn't like the U.S. And U.S. doesn't like Mexico within sports here within uh, within the national the two different national teams. So I I enjoy you know Mexican national team fans cheering against the u.s and cheering for them their team and i enjoy cheering for the u.s and cheering against mexico that's the nature of it now that doesn't say like you know i i'm good friends still with some of the players you know that are on that have been on the mexican national team that i played against with the mexican national team but when it comes to the u.s and mexico and el tree you know whenever those teams go up whenever we win I always give a wink and a nod to my buddies. You know, I got one up on you, you know, and I want to keep it that way. That's just the nature. That's the way it is. That's rivalry. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith show with Mike Arman, coming to you from the Geico Studios on the hotline with us. The all-time leader in caps for the U.S. men's national team, member of the National Soccer Hall of Fame. You find him on Twitter, at Kobe Jones, helping to lead things for L.A. 2028 uh, as well. Get all his latest at Kobe Jones on Twitter. So as we get towards the knockout stage, what what stood out for you most during the tournament? Some exciting matches. We've had a, a few low-scoring affairs, which get people raising their fist, as always, about, oh, there's not enough entertainment in soccer. But as we go forward, what's the thing that stood out from the first first barrage of games? You know what? There's a misconception. You know, I mean, there's a few things, but there's a definite misconception. As we look at this, a low-scoring affairs and all that, if you think about it, and, and, and I'm not sure people know this, today was the first day that there was a 0-0 match within the right. World Cup. I mean, that's unheard of. Think of that. that. Think of that. We have gone, you know, into the third round within the, within the group stage, you know. So that's, what, over 30-some games, almost 40 games, and having goals scored in every single match. Now, people complain, they're like, oh, they're never scoring. Well, that says something in the World Cup that you have to wait into the last 
last stage of the opening round before there's a zero zero match. I think it's been exceptional. I also think that it's been a a World Cup of equality in in the fact that we are seeing teams that no one ever thought would have a chance starting to rise at, at a continuous pace. You know, you're seeing the Moroccos play well, the Perus play well, but they unfortunately got knocked out. You know, we have seen some disappointments, you know, within the CONCACAF region and Panama, you know, was one of them. Costa Rica's knocked out already, but I think overall in general, it's been, it's been exciting to see some of these teams that no one expected to do well against some of these perennial giants and actually have those, perennial giants in panic mode, having their back up against the wall and, and forcing some spectacular moments, by the way, for for them to get through to the next round. Well, and also that, and, and of course, off the pitch, we have Zlatan's ass tattoo, which is there really is impressive. that, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. saw that. I mean, that was that's an impressive tattoo. I, I, I got to say, I have not seen that yet. This is the first I've heard of it. There you go. You know, I'm, I'm going to be up there Googling it. to see exactly Toby, it's hypnotic. Uh, okay. I, I'm not sure I'm going to want to see it. Maybe I'll have someone else describe it to me instead. Hey, uh, you mentioned Costa. You're on the call tomorrow, right? Switzerland, Costa Rica? Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'll be on the call tomorrow. Very nice. Make yeah, sure that, to watch. That's going to be, yeah, that's going to be an exciting one. Switzerland and, and, and that whole group. You know, there's still everything to play for, you know, so every every game, both games are going to matter. And it's going to be one of those games for all the people that love statistics where you're going to be determining oh, how many goals do they win by, if they win by this, if they lose, who goes in, who goes out, you know, so it'll be a good matchup. FS1, Kobe Jones tomorrow, Switzerland, Costa Rica, alongside Glenn Davis. Follow Kobe on Twitter, at Kobe Jones. Kobe, we'll let you go hit Google, and we'll talk to you next week when we get ready for the, <laughs> the knockout round and more on Zlatan. See you, Kobe. There you go. I love Kobe. Yeah, keep keep looking for that. Where's your Where's your Mexico? Where's your ad? Yeah, keep rooting for it. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How about a fresco? The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, two of the strangest stories you possibly could want to hear. Next on Fox Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. A couple of crazy, nutty, tragic stories that we, we, we have to talk about because they're just, you see these headlines and you go, what is going on? And the first one has to do with New York Giants cornerback Janoris Jenkins, formerly played with the Rams. Police are investigating the discovery of a dead body at his home in Fairlawn, New Jersey. The body was identified as Roosevelt Renee, 25 years old, a family friend who had been living at the house, this according to the Bergen County Prosecutor's Office. They have not said anything about manner of death, cause of death, but apparently he was found in the basement. The only bit we're getting is that police are treating it as a homicide investigation. Janoris Jenkins has not been at his home in at least a couple of weeks right away. Jenkins is aware of the investigation, wasn't at home when the body was discovered. He's been in Florida since the completion of Giants minicamp two weeks ago. He was advised by his attorneys to stay in Florida while this is being investigated. So I don't know whether he was staying there, something happened, but this is just you hear a story, a dead body is found at the, at someone's home. This is, especially now you get in, find it's an athlete. Was he home? Was he not? Where was he? Janoris Jenkins was in Florida. How long was he in Florida? I mean, this is nuts. 
Well, you start getting into the details of it, right? Worker finds him at the house, and now you've got to backtrack. You wonder if there's a security camera, a security system that can at least backdate when folks were entering and exiting the house. If Jenkins hasn't been there for several weeks, I have to imagine there's somebody who's the caretaker for the place while he's gone. I, I don't know. There's just so much to, to flow out of this, but certainly the NFL here in the league office, given all the givens of the past couple of years and the amount of negative coverage of the league and negative stories, you want answers as quickly as you can find them. Yeah, and that's all the that's all the information that's been made public so far. It's an ongoing investigation, but it is a homicide. You know, so someone's killed inside his house, and certainly now they're gonna because they have they're gonna dig they're gonna dig through him. Where was he? How long? We don't know. I mean, the first thing you want to know is that when you see this story is how long had that person been dead for? How, no, exactly. How long have right. they been dead for? Had they been dead for three weeks? Was it was it was it a couple of days? Was there a break in? Was there? I mean, that's what that's what everybody wants to know, and there's really nothing that we're getting out of this investigation so far. Start getting into forensics and all those television shows that we've all watched for mm. years and years about aging and and the well the decomp process. Meanwhile, this story as well out of Atlanta as a dead body was found at SunTrust Park earlier this afternoon. This according to the Cobb County Police Department. The body was found in a beer cooler at the stadium. The Braves don't have any comment at this time. The only statement is from Cobb County Police that say they responded to a call of a deceased person at SunTrust Park. Uh, Another worker of the same company located that person this afternoon. The investigation is ongoing. No word whether it was a homicide, whether they you know, got locked in a beer cooler, something happened. Uh, but this, this story today, this also coming out of Atlanta. Uh, the Braves played the Reds tonight at home as scheduled, and uh, despite the fact that this happened earlier in the day. Show goes on, I guess. I don't know, to steal from the Los Angeles show business type of effect. I mean, you shut down that freezer and I mean, you have a lot of explaining to do as people walk by if they hadn't heard of the tale before showing up to the stadium tonight. Certainly uh, a lot of questions, uh, probably extra PR staffers on hand to dismiss and, and keep people moving. Uh, Reds beat the Braves by the final of 5-3 in this one, so now the Braves now attention will turn to this story as well. And You know, when I saw this story today, I thought about, well, they're going to play the game. They kind of have to play, and you don't know what's going on. But if, if this is some kind of investigation of, you know, is, is, it, is, this, is this natural causes? Was it an accident? Was, it, did he, was this person killed? I mean, suddenly now you've had a baseball game, and so many people are in the ballpark and trying – it's it's a very odd couple of stories here that with that that are making a lot of headlines this hour. Well, you had to make the investigation and determination of you know can you continue to work the crime scene or or at least the investigation you know waiting to see if a crime is actually in play here, but to where it isn't tampered with, keep people all out of there except for your authorized personnel. That becomes a a harrowing task with. 35,000 people or however many are walking through the doors for a game uh, and trying to explain as you go through. So uh, both from a third-party contractor at the stadium instead of the Braves organization, more details to follow, but certainly uh, strange convergence of, of tales today.
The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. I, I got a, you know, I got a story that I, I, I was wanted to run by you, as that that actually really. It's, it's. Are we going to get a third yeah. death story? No, 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 is no, that no, where no, we're no. going? It's, well, I don't know. I, oh. I think I, we'll do that next. We got more on the Clippers trading Austin Rivers and Doc Rivers and Magic Johnson and Genie Bus. All that got we we got. Trust me, it's something you want to hear. All right, it's coming up next, right here, Jason and Mike, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, second hour of the program, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. Now, we got more on the crazy day involving the Lakers, which I don't think we can talk enough about because of a couple of developments involving Magic Johnson and Jeannie Buss. But first, you know, we, we did the story a few minutes ago, the dead body that was found in the beer cooler at SunTrust Park, dead body found at the home of Janoris Jenkins, New York uh, New York Giant cornerback who was not at home uh, when the body was discovered. He was in Florida. Both cases are being investigated. The Janoris Jenkins case is a homicide. Not sure yet about the person who was found dead in the beer cooler at SunTrust Park where the Braves played tonight. You know, and if you're walking around as a fan, you're going, was it in this beer cooler? Was it over here? Was it here? Was well, it here? you're still going to have it probably taped off, cordoned off, whatever the case is, and people investigating and doing some work around that because you're going to start fingerprinting. Again, I, this is all just from watching CSI and, yeah. and what have you, but you got to start working through that entire area. You know, But when I saw the the story about the, the SunTrust Park story at, at the Braves, and the Braves, by the way, lost to the Reds today, 5-3. I thought about the time, this is about three years ago, Zoe and I went out to dinner. It was like a Friday or Saturday night, and I think you know, Pam was out with one of her friends or had book club or something. And so I took Zoe out for dinner. She wanted to go to McDonald's. So we go to McDonald's, and we walk into McDonald's, and there's police tape up. And it's like police tape up, like when you walk through the door, and there is somebody sitting at a table, looked very official, uh, filling something out. So I'm sorry, you can't come in this way. I'm like, oh. Okay. Nope. I, I and you know I'm like okay. I don't know what it is. I go come on. So we go all the way around. We go and we order our food. We sit down and we eat. And there's still people over in the area on the side, uh, near the you know on on the walkway to the bathrooms. And there's police officers in there. And I'm going, what is going on? And people are talking. I go, I don't know. I don't know. I asked the people when I made the order. They said, yeah, no, we don't know either. I'm like, yeah, really, you don't know. So I'm like, okay, but all right. No one's saying anything. So. The end of the meal comes, you know, we finish, we throw our food, we we throw our food away. We throw our, we throw we <laughs> decided I can't eat this. Eh, I'm not gonna eat anymore. So we, you know, we throw the 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 wrappers and stuff away and we walk out to our car. And I pass by on my way to the car, a coroner van. And it's just like it is in the movies. The the coroner van ride with a big sign on the side that says coroner, which you would think the coroner would keep a low profile. We don't want to identify, hey, someone's dead right here. But, you know, they, they did it and had a van that said coroner on it. I only thought that was for the movie, so they want to establish that someone's dead. The coroner van is here. So we come out, and the coroner van is there. And and I'm like, okay. I said, is everything okay? Cops said, yeah, 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 no, it's all good. Did you eat already? So yeah, okay, yeah, it's all good. All right. What's so, that got to do with anything? I don't know. So I get in the what the car. hell does that have to do with anything? So I get in the car, and I leave. <laughs> And I'm thinking, okay, all right, you know, that's that was kind of weird. And I'm thinking, all right, you know, maybe somebody died in the bathroom, had a heart attack or something. Ate I, you know, too I many horse burgers, oh, yeah. Oh, st- wow, you're going to hell. <laughs> you're going to hell, Frostburg. Maybe a bit too far. Uh, <laughs> well, too it's far. definitely possible. 
So, which I'm like, all right, you know, that happens. That happens. But then I got home and it hit me like a bolt of lightning. I'm like, wait a minute. When I walked in to order food, no coroner van. When I leave, coroner van is there. No, I don't think the coroner stopped off at McDonald's to get some food before he went back to work. So that means there was a dead body in McDonald's, in that McDonald's, while we were eating. I want to ask you. A, a, loser oh, whoa. You got, whoa. I got to ask a question, though. How come you weren't investigated? I, I looked into it. I tried to find it on Twitter for like the next week, and I couldn't find any information about that? on it. I called the I, I called the uh, non-emergency line. It, it just rings. That's forever. good scrubbing they, they by anything. the uh, the folks of that dining establishment. Wait, wait, so, so are we eating while there was a dead body in the bathroom? So I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. It was a little strange. Nah. Uh, no, you don't think? Nah, really. You were okay. staring at it. No, they but didn't I, say, "Hey, look at our dead body while you have in, a sandwich." But I walked no. in, and obviously they said, "Hey, you know, someone's dead in the bathroom. Don't go in there." And business as usual. What are they okay. going to do? Do a song and dance for you? I, I don't you know. Buy a sandwich, I eat think, a sandwich. I don't know. Get I'm out. thinking close McDonald's until you know. No, they figure <laughs> that out. no it was no, only one body. But again, it's it for but one again, body. it's like the the Can't Braves tonight. The show goes on. Service must continue. Okay, that's, that's billions that's served. Thirty-five thousand. But it's only potentially contaminating a small area there. I, I, oh, oh, so uh, but we're okay. It's only going to a small area. Sure. Was, as long as you're not wandering into said area, I think everything's okay. Okay, no, but I understand. I think when, you're getting a little too weird but, here. No, you're talking about in the millions of dollars what revenue was lost and people that have paid money to go to a game and there. This is just hey, you can't go to this one McDonald's. For forty-five minutes or an hour, I think you'll be okay. You know what, though, there's, I, maybe there's they other don't McDonald's want to, across the you street. You got to think of those workers. That's their hour of wages. They're still going to get paid. They're maybe they don't. Paid. I don't know. You can't maybe do maybe that. start getting into a big thing. Really? Oh, somebody died in the bathroom, so now I'm out. You Class know. action suit that you shut down this McDonald's when someone needed needed food in that moment. I don't know. You could you could just literally walk across the driveway, and you could get ice cream. Hang on, what's there? It's ice cream, a sandwich shop. And a deli, secondhand. Yes. Um, so kids, right there, kids stuff actually, too. I think. Yes. If I, if it's where I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How did you know that? I drive past it quite frequently. How do you, wait? Whoa. How whenever. You, whenever whoa, the ways. We just found. Hey. I think I made found out what happened. How did you know the location of that McDonald's? Because you described all of the businesses, no, no, and I sit in traffic on. on that street There's with some regularity. Whoa. There's lots of McDonald's all across the greater Los Angeles area. There's hundreds of them. But you knew that one very I know approximately where you live. I told the story. I never said where this McDonald's was, and that's exactly correct. You don't leave your there. house whenever given the opportunity. I, you know what? We need. I, I need protection in this room. I need. I need a uh, uh, security of some kind. I need. I need. Whoa! I th- you know I, that you, escalated you, quickly. You know a lot about. If this was like, if this was a television show or movie, it was aha. He just he just incriminated himself. I got him to do it. No, you, you no, admitted what you they ordered would, the code no, red. No, what they would you say is you ordered that. This jackass drives some two hours to work every day and tries to find a route that isn't going to make him pull out what's left of his hair. You wanted to tell me you ordered the code red and you did. <laughs> I think he's not. No, that's 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 no, no, that's. It's not the one. No, no, no. Oh. This was this was a few good. Does nights. it end with a musket? No, it does. There's no muskets. In it. No muskets. No, no. It'd muskets. be funnier if it did. No, no muskets. No muskets. But now you know an awful lot about that story. Uh, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna do some digging. Maybe I did some digging and I've heard that story before. Now now I'm gonna do some digging and now I'm gonna see you know see where you were. 
at that that time. I could I could solve an unsolved case. We want to know. For what are you, Los Robert Angeles Stack now? It's unsolved mysteries. <laughs> and this man drove into this McDonald's on his way home from work. That's the right part, right? That, yeah, that's good. That was good. That was good. Yeah, Timing was, was impeccable good. there. Back up to a C minus. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. I always thought that was weird, and now maybe now I know why. Well, we talk about it years later. Now I've solved something. We spent time last hour talking about Magic Johnson. Did an interview with Bill Plaschke, L.A. Times around the horn panelist. We hear him on our show every week. And Magic Johnson suddenly is tempering expectations about the Lakers' free agent hall for this coming summer. Next summer, if nobody comes and I'm still sitting here like this, then it's a failure. But if you judge us on one summer, that's ridiculous. And then if I can't deliver, I'm going to step down myself. She won't have to fire me. I'll step away from it, you know, because then I can't do this job. Magic's talking about Jeannie Buss right there. There's two big reasons why this this is a really big story with Magic Johnson saying this. Number one is this is when Magic Johnson should be coy and, you know, the winking Magic Johnson smiling at his finest. This is the time between here and free agency when you don't want to get in trouble tampering. So, But Magic Johnson the whole time has been that kind of guy. Well, but at least he right? didn't read the monologue, soliloquy, poem, whatever it was, to Paul George. He could have just been brazen and done that. As you dreamed in Palmdale of growing up and playing for the Lakers. <laughs> but this is what scares me. The first part, this is the Magic Johnson part that scares me, is that he doesn't need to say this if he knows he's getting somebody. Because right now, the teams that have a chance at LeBron James and slash Paul George, they know. They know who's in it. They know who's not. All right, LeBron, it's not going to be a real long LeBron James. He's going to meet with the Knicks. He's going to meet here. You're going to hear stories. You're going to hear, hey, LeBron and the Knicks are talking. Or, you know, hey, now LeBron and the Lakers. That's what you're going to hear. It's not going to be I'm going to sit here and listen to your pitch and the Knicks are going to wheel in Donnie Nelson like they did, uh, you know, four years ago when he was going to leave and, or five, six years ago when he was going to leave and go to the Miami Heat. It's not going to be that way. So you know. Magic Johnson does not need to say anything to worry about tampering, right? Doesn't need to say anything because the only, and what I'm getting a lot of people saying, okay, playing devil's advocate on social media, well, maybe this is Magic Johnson trying to not get in trouble. You don't need to do anything. Don't show up in front of a microphone. You don't need to say anything. That's how you don't get in trouble. Just don't say anything. Right. No matter what you say, the expectations are already sky high. Right. Right. That's why you were brought in. It's like the Clippers having Jerry West around. You're expecting something big to happen. And they already shuffled up the old deck, the the Lob City roster there. And so you brace for whatever's next. For the Lakers, bringing in Magic Johnson was all about reclaiming Showtime. I mean, all the song and dance and dog and pony show, whatever you want to call it, that he did last year with Lonzo Ball after he got drafted and everything. That was the expectation. And that's the expectation he set, tampering on Jimmy Kimmel, Mm -hmm. doing all of that and talking a big game that he was going to deliver. At this point, there's no way you're going to be able to get people to tamp down all the fever pitch and excitement. Are you kidding me? Anybody that has a a skin in the game at all, be it bar owners, 
to people who will actually make, you know, mega mint on this whole proposition. You know, there's no slowing down that train. I mean, they're expecting one or more superstars to walk through that door in the next seven days. When you got skin in the game, you stay in the game. That is right. If they weren't, let me let me let me backtrack. If you think Magic Johnson is trying to downplay expectations, as I said, you don't need to say anything, right? But now to say, hey, don't judge us on one summer. Does he know something? Has LeBron already made it known? Hey, you know, I don't think I'm coming this year. That and this is summer number two, right? Because that's he, the other thing. He was summer. there last summer. But now to say this now, hey, don't judge us on this summer. You know LeBron's coming or not at this point. So, or or you have a great chance at LeBron James. If you still had a great chance, you're not saying, hey, to judge us on one summer is ridiculous. And I'll walk away next summer if we don't get anybody. We mentioned how everything has been geared for this summer for a long time. So to hear this now, this is a huge deal. To hear, okay, now maybe we're not getting anybody this summer. You're judging us on not this, but it's going to be next summer too. That doesn't make sense. If it was about tampering, you simply wouldn't say anything. But now here's Magic Johnson saying, hey, wait a minute. If we swing and miss, you know, don't don't judge me now. You got to wait one more year. This is what scares me. Plus, we got the genie bus angle of this coming up in a couple of minutes that we're going to talk about next. That even reinforces this part of it. That big cryptic tweet genie bus had about 10 days ago. Don't ever underestimate. Nothing else needs to be said. Spent a lot of time talking about that. Well, she knows something. Then the Kawhi Leonard story broke the next day that Kawhi Leonard wanted to go to the Lakers, so we're putting two and two together with Jeannie Buss and this story with Kawhi Leonard. And now Jeannie Buss has explained that tweet, and now I'm doubling down on Magic Johnson and what the Lakers might be able to do that maybe LeBron James is not coming. Hit that big red panic button right over there. We got that coming up next right here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And one more bit of evidence in this panic situation for the Lakers before we get to Zlatan's ass tattoo. I got eyes in the back of my ass, (laughs) which is exactly the tattoo. We spent a lot of time tonight talking about Magic Johnson, who said today, hey, don't judge me on one season of free agency. If we don't get anybody this year or next year, then I'll walk away, which is a really big group of warning bells ringing because everything the Lakers has done has been for this season, this offseason. As you said, Magic's been on the job since February of 2017. He's had one offseason, now this offseason. And all with LeBron is coming and Paul George is coming. All these guys are coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. And now today, Magic Johnson does an interview with Bill Plaschke of the L.A. Times and says, yeah, if we don't get but one offseason, don't judge me. That's ridiculous. There's no reason for him to say this unless he knows LeBron, Paul George, whoever it is, might not be coming. And that's a really big deal. We had Jeannie Buss. Now, to, to piggyback on this story, a Lakers owner who had that cryptic tweet 10 days ago saying, oh, never underestimate, nothing else needs to be said. We didn't know what it was. We talked about it the next day. The Kawhi Leonard story broke that he wants to go to the Lakers um, as his preferred destination from the Spurs, and we didn't hear anything. And now Jeannie Buss on the red carpet last night at the NBA Awards said, oh, it was about leather pants. It was leather pants, and uh, I I put them on. 
uh, when I needed a pair because they weren't wrinkled and I was going to tweet, never underestimate the power of wearing leather pants after you've packed them for a trip. But I didn't feel I needed to say that because the tweet was good the way it was. And I'm saying to myself, are you kidding me with that? I mean, really? That's that? Why do you need to explain that tweet now? I like the effort of the spin. I mean, that's, that's really, that's like, a, that's like, a, that's like a, when a teenager tries to explain why there's a dent on the car. Well, I parked it, and I parked it near where there was a shopping cart, and the shopping cart was right at the level of the bumper. That's a and, good line. And it was right. Something you may or may not have used seven or eight times. No, no, no. That, Knockwood, when I was a kid, never damaged the car. Never, never damaged. Of course, I drove a tank. I drove a 76 Ford Granada. Oh, nicely done. Which I think was used in a couple of earlier wars, and then I think in the Gulf War. Well, that was used to protect you. Yeah, it was. Is really. That was, and every, any damage that, that you may have safe, inflicted upon it was others. the safest car in the world. You couldn't afford a Ford Festiva? No. <laughs> you want to know how heavy this car is? One time in Syracuse, uh, it was a huge snowstorm, and I couldn't get my car out. Great story. And, and there was a guy driving around in his pickup truck with cables that were was pulling cars out for 20 okay. bucks. Yeah, because it began, you know, it was snowing, Syracuse. It's right. like, okay, it was Tuesday. Now move on. <laughs> yeah, so he was so he's pulling cars out for 20 bucks. Okay, great. So he hooks up the thing to my car. I go, my car is pretty heavy. He goes, no, 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 I've been pulling cars out all night. <laughs> but he puts, the, he puts the hook on. There goes the bumper. And he pulls. His engine comes flying at you. No, no, the bumper didn't come off, but the cable broke. Oh, good. good. So the cable broke. I felt bad. I still gave the guy twenty bucks because his cable broke. Did but you start car, lecturing him like uh, like you were there. in Jaws? Uh, like, don't tell me my business. My, <laughs> did you steal his mailbox? No, I did not. It was in the shopping town plaza in uh, Syracuse, and my car sat there for like three days until it was. It was that was. Just, it was a very heavy car. Um, why was I telling you this story? I had a heavy car, the G, the G bus, yes, exactly. Leather pants because you're you're making things up. Yes, yes. Uh, the G- not your story, but why her, would, her yeah. tweet. Why would you need? Why would you make up a story like that if it was just meant to be cryptic? And you were still getting LeBron or Kawhi. If that was, why not just say, "Well, you'll have to wait and see," or, "Oh." I don't know why I tweeted that. And, and just feeling the, and, good. You were feeling good in the going. moment about the momentum, and some conversations it. you had. That's all. You don't have to promise anything, but you sure as hell aren't making up stories of a leather, about leather I pants. Mean, this and, and this is a good packing tip, and maybe we all go out and buy leather pants. Maybe that's the lesson I to be always, learned here. I always wanted a pair of leather pants. I'm too short. I always did. Yeah, it's tough to find Although I think pants. Quadzilla would, would work well. You know, when I was younger, I think I could have pulled off leather pants, but oh, man, I really wanted a pair of leather pants. I re- for the longest time, like they just look. But so see, now cool you can go leather. leather pants and an ass tattoo like Zlatan, and you're living your best life. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to Zlatan in a second. We'll, we'll the fans were demanding something, and and I gave them Zlatan. I gave them my ass tattoo. But in 24 hours, you've had Jeannie Bus make this ridiculous statement about how her tweet was about leather pants, and Magic Johnson say don't don't judge us on one off season. You don't say that unless you don't think people are coming. Unless you're not confident you're getting anybody because the right play would be to not say anything at all. And that's my whole point about this is that Jeannie Buss and Magic Johnson didn't have to say this. They could have continued to play wordsmith. Jeannie Buss could have played coy. Magic Johnson could have smiled and said, yeah, we'll see. We got a lot of things we're looking at when free agency starts. But instead now suddenly, hey, all this crowing we were doing, let, 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 let me back off that a little bit now. I Really, I mean it. This is a big – I'm suddenly – I look at this window and go, 
I don't know that the Lakers are getting what they thought they were going to get. I just don't understand why. change all of free agency. I just don't understand why they're being so public with their commentary. Say nothing. Talk less, smile more. Let things happen. Let things just develop. Don't let them know what free agents you're against or who you're for. That is absolutely right because there's no walking it back. The expectations here are huge on so many levels. We've got all the billboards all around town. Everybody's trying to figure out how much money they're going to be able to make off of bootleg merchandise and scalp tickets and everything else. Everybody's looking for their piece of the pie. And so to and for a better product for Laker fans, just looking for a team that's competitive, not, hey, we made great strides in spite of what's sitting on the roster or injuries or whatever Luke Walton was saddled with this past year. No, they're looking to get back to that championship form, even though Kobe Bryant's trying to warn everybody not to show up. You don't want any part of this. I mentioned the uh, walk hard earlier. It's Tim Tim Meadows saying, hey, you don't want any of this. (laughs) Get away from this stuff, Dewey. It's no good. But you do. You want a taste. And and that's exactly what fans are looking for. They're looking for more of that championship form. And so having your top executives and your owners saying, I don't know, you know, hey, there's not going to help. There's no reason to say this. That's that's what I keep going back to is there's no reason to tamp down expectations. If you don't know, there's no reason to tamp things down. This is, I mean, okay, well, we don't, we don't know, but still. But now it's, well, I mean, th- this is not a coincidence that in 24-hour span you have Jeannie Buss with her story from the red carpet last night, and, and you have Magic Johnson from the interview with Bill Plasky today saying, hey, don't judge me on one offseason. I mean, that, that's, that's a huge, I, I mean, really, I, I kind of feel like seeing this story today is how I felt. I have the same feeling after we saw Savannah James's Instagram account three years ago when, or four years ago, when LeBron returned to Cleveland. Remember when, when yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen, Savannah James put out on her Instagram, the countdown is real, with a picture of Akron. And it was, whoa. And I remember, we were the first ones to say it. I feel like we should have been insiders. We should have gotten credit for it. We said, LeBron's going back to Cleveland. This is a big deal. And it was tamped down by a lot of people who didn't know. Well, you don't know. She'd be too. She'd no, be that was about good opening super up, sleuthing. Opening up a business yeah. back in. She had a business in Miami. She's excited about going back for the offseason. No, you don't put on Instagram the countdown is real. You fly back and forth on first class private jets everywhere. Why is suddenly, oh, I'm excited about going back to Akron on Instagram unless you are going back permanently? And that got tamped down, but that was that's how I felt. I remember he's going back to Cleveland. And what happened? LeBron went back to Cleveland. I feel that way today with this story, where I've seen people already try to figure it out in the way of, oh, yeah, Magic is just saying this because he doesn't want to get hit with tampering. No, that's not that's not it. I don't see that with this story. But don't, I don't talk. See it. Right. But tampering is you're lending any credence to the leaked reports about the poem and the the voiceover and all that stuff we saw yesterday. Don't talk about that. Don't address that subject. But beyond that, you can't say anything. Don't try to downplay your efforts. Don't try to dissuade people from being, they're going to be excited. Now they should be crestfallen and and heartbroken based on the the words you just, we could put the sounds of silence, you know, instrumental underneath Magic Johnson. Hello, Magic, my old friend. I'm not coming to Los Angeles again. I'm eschewing you for another destination. 
I may go to New York or back to Miami. Way to shoehorn a shoeing. Like, like Nicely shoeing. done. A shoeing is pretty good. That's a good word. Now, when you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get a short list of qualified candidates, and you want to eschew things you don't need. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements, then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. So from leather pants to an ass tattoo, or actually a double ass tattoo, we got that coming up in one minute. But right now, a guy who just perked up when I said that. <laughs> it's Tom Looney with What's Trending. I wonder what Looney. that segue was going to be. <laughs> well, wait, why, wow. why, why the ball hitting the bat? Oh. I don't understand. It's because we've had game one of the College World Series tonight. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, Arkansas and Oregon State. It's a best of three situation. The Razorbacks took game one, four to one. Now to a normal baseball bat. Four baseball games in progress. Cards in front of the Indians, 11-2 in the top of the ninth inning. That game had a rain delay. So did the one uh, in the south side of Chicago, the baddest part of town, where Mike Harmon's from. White Sox in front of the Twins, 5-4 in the bottom of the seventh. Top of the seventh inning in La La Land. Uh, blowout alert. Blowout alert. Cubs drubbing the Dodgers, 7-2 in the top of the seventh inning. Baez, two big dingers for Chicago. And uh, top of the eighth inning in San Francisco's China Basin with the Giants in front of the Rockies, 2-1. to one. Police in New Jersey have found a dead body in the basement of New York Giants cornerback Janoris Jenkins. It could be strangulation, could be suffocation, or it could be murder. Jenkins has an alibi. He's in Florida. And now more unbiased Laker news with a Knicks fan and a Bulls fan. Jason Bulls. Smith. <laughs> And Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. You know, it's funny. He he said a blowout alert, blowout alert. I literally was reading this headline. Diamondbacks reliever Archie Bradley bravely admits that he blanked yeah. his pants before entering a game earlier this season. Yeah, we're going to have that story coming up in about uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. We got to get to that. But oh. he said blowout, Uh-oh. blowout. Well, I was like, and yeah. literally as I'm reading the headline, I'm like, how about that? We're all about bodily functions and and and, 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 and leather pants and, and ass tattoos. I mean, I'm offended. It's that kind. What are you offended, Tom Looney? Come on. I'm going to say that. All right. <laughs> Uh, from leather pants. Oh, by the way, I think you know I could get a pair of leather shorts on eBay for seventy-five bucks. Nice. I mean, could it, would they look good though wearing leather shorts? I mean, I don't know. Is that like you get a leather suit coat to go with that- him? You could be LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> is that like worse than jean shorts? Like, what would be no. more embarrassing to wear? No, if you're a like guy? a boss. Jean shorts. Or- no, as long as you own it. Because if you then if you're then that guy wearing the leather shorts, but the whole time you look. You're looking around yeah, like, look, are I mean, you I, judging I, I, me? No, I can't. No, I, look, no look, come on. Look at that. I mean, I don't know. Leather hub? I, I don't know that I could pull those off. That's tough. I don't know that you, well, I, I don't know. You'd be proud of the box showing That's up from leather hub. <laughs> but own it. While we're in World Cup overload now, Lionel Messi had a big day today getting Argentina to the next round. Uh, certainly the internet was won by Zlatan's ass tattoo. And I'm I'm I don't I'm not it's not a euphemism for anything. No, the ESPN the body issue that comes out every year is out, and now today we started to see pictures of some of the athletes 
who are featured in the ESPN The Body. You don't issue. say. Greg Norman, who looks in phenomenal shape for 63 years old. Uh, um, I've ne- whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never, I've never been someone jealous at an older man's body physique. I never have. I just feel like, ah, oh, you know, you're trying too hard. At that point, you're 63. Eat what you want. You know, just, you know, just, just don't, don't go too crazy. I just say at any point in your life, yeah. just find, find some happy. Find your your happy medium yeah. and, and just kind of kind of go with it. Eat donuts. Donuts are delicious. They're so good. But, Everything in moderation. But Zlatan's ass tattoo, yeah, is really amazing. He's, of course, tatted up all over his back, the soccer star. And he's got, it's like two googly eyes where you look at them and you start getting mesmerized that are on each of his cheeks. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I'm not an ink guy. I'm not a big tattoo guy. In fact, the pantheon of what I think are great tattoos in the world, very small number of them. And the, But the two best are George Clooney's in From Dusk Till Dawn. That's a pretty good one. And this... As tattoo of Zlatan. What about the uh, the dragon on uh, Ray Fiennes? Oh, in, that in was dragon. really good too. Yeah, the, when he when he had that speech over. and it was terrible, and you oh, you, you yeah. laughed at yeah. it as he was doing it, but yeah. it was still kind of cool. The actual ink. I kind of like the back tattoo that Hawk had in Cobra Kai. That was pretty good. That's pretty good too. Yeah, that. no, that's good. And he starts <laughs> rolling his shoulder. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but th- this is really impressive to the point where if I was going to get a tattoo, I don't think what would I get. No, I would get that tattoo on my – I would get that. because I Walk a, into a tattoo parlor. What do you want? The Zlatan. I want the Zlatan because I got a big – I got two big cheeks. I have a big ass. I do. It's very big. 877-99 Fox I, ad. How I, about a fresco on Twitter? Like, you want to comment on that? It, it would look like a fly's head. <laughs> like the big eyes suddenly and coming down to these tinier legs. And well, All right. Don't forget leg day. No, I don't forget leg. What I'm saying is that – I, you know, I think that's why I was so slow growing. I didn't have speed because I had, I got, you know, I, I, I got too big of a, of a, not that it's you got junk in the shape. trunk. No, 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 not that it's junk in the trunk. It's just a little bit bigger, and it's I got a kind of a round. So you got a wide load. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know what? You know what? My daughter says she goes, Dad, you have a sculpture butt, and I said, Oh, look at my my butt is sculptured. She goes, No, it looks like like it's a big mound of clay. I said, Oh, thanks, thanks, Zoe. I appreciate that. But I think that's why I was I was I wasn't fast. Well, that first step is really yeah. one of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I think do most speed doctors, guys that are no. making their living trying to get guys faster no. for their forty-yard dash times, no. they would just throw their their timer down and walk away. They'd say, there, "There's nothing we can do." No, no, because you can't reteach that first step at this point in your life. And I haven't seen the the remainder of the tat because it's only the pictures that they have of the Zlatan body. But like the rest, I don't know. Like, is the rest of is it, is like a face? That goes down the rest of Zlatan's Or is it just back? eyes without a face? I don't know. You just couldn't get past page one of the ass tattoo, could you? <laughs> How many hard. hours did you stare at it? Uh, I looked at it a lot today, actually. I, I, is that really, now showing yeah, up in psychologist offices? I, 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 I mean, we were talking about Rorschach test yesterday. It was, it was, it was, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, seeing it is, it's really stunning. I mean, look, look at that. I mean, that's I'm looking at it right now on your work computer. The, the picture, well, it's it's on Deadspin, which is a which is a site we're allowed. See, to See, I just type Zlatan tattoo. I don't. Yeah. I look at what your search terms I mean, are. You're a that. whole other world. Dude. I mean, I didn't know when I first looked at. It, I said, I don't know where that tattoo is on somebody. Where but is? Just that? look at all the ink, all where, the yeah, you know, the lion's head. And, I mean, I, I don't tigers and bears. Oh my, <laughs> bears. Yeah. But like, just tattoos everywhere. Kind of like the Joker uh, in this one. <laughs> 
He's the joke. He would have good one-liners like the joke. He would. No, he would he's fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's a highly entertaining guy. I, I can't wait for the movie to come out <laughs> starring him. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a documentary. Just let follow him around, but he gets to ad lib a lot of his lines. Yeah, and and I and and not wear pants. Apparently, we see him from the back walking away. Well, I mean, that's really. I, is it weird that I have a. I have I have a desire to see what it looks like as he's walking away. Yeah, you really need to get past page one, Jason. <laughs> I got two big cheeks. I have a big ass. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Oh, boy. Live from the Geico Studios. Hey, from Zlatan's ass, we get to the story about what one major league reliever admitted doing during a game. <laughs> that still shocks me, and I've read the story a couple of times. That's next on Fox. I'm going to eat that ass up. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. If you miss any of the show, right after we get done, the best of podcast goes up live on iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app. Listen to it, the whole thing, parts of it. Rate us. Give us five stars. Please give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. So for the last half hour on the show, we Mm -hmm. have talked about leather pants, ass tattoos, Mm -hmm. and now we get to a story that's going to make those two stories look like a trip to the candy store. Well, circulating on Deadspin, this comes off a Yahoo Sports MLB podcast. Mike Oz tweeting it out earlier today. Uh, Archie Bradley made an appearance and talked about, well, craziness on the mound. You know, guys are superstitious. Crazy things happen. We know back in the clubhouse, in the dugout, what have you. Well, Bradley says, quote, I was warming up to go in a game, and I knew I had the next hitter on deck and and everything, but I, I decided I needed to take what he calls a nervous pee. That's what he says. I call them nervous peas. It's like, wow, I really got to go. So I run into the bathroom, and I'm ready to go, and I'm trying to pee, and I uh, blank my pants. Yes, that's what he says. Like, right before I'm going to go into the game, and like, oh, no. And they're calling me saying, hey, you got to come in. It's your turn. Come on. Get after. And it said, warned the teammates about what was going on in the bathroom. Warned him and said, look, I got problems, uh, but goes into the game. Uh, Deadspin's gone through it, and in 38 appearances this year, they they went and they checked the other parts of the tale that, that he went on in terms of the particulars of the game, uh, and they narrowed it down that it was May 5th against the Astros, and that though photographic evidence from the appearance is inconclusive, it includes a number of game scenarios that Bradley describes to narrow it down to that effect. So there you have it. There's there's your worst day on the mound. Well, all right. Well, first things first. Number one, I I don't think you can say it's superstition to not blank in your pants. No, like, no, I, no, I, I just I think that's just something you don't want to no, do. No, no, no. But my point was not, more just superstition. No, my point was that base, really baseball. There's a lot I, of crazy stuff that goes on. You never know. Guy, I, guy might have gone out and had a great great inning after he had nerves. Right? We see guys throw up. We've seen guys throw up on football fields. We've seen guys throw up on the mound. Maybe maybe he you know had a little bit of an accident I'm superstitious. and went out. And he was propelled. And I'm gonna blank my pants. That's a superstition I don't want. 
I, I, I was more of the idiosyncrasies of baseball players was what I was trying to get to. I understand the nervous P thing because that's happened to me. Like lots of times, like if I'm going to play in a game or coach a game or something, you know, I've got to go to the really? bathroom. I got to make sure I go. Yeah. That happens once Not in a while. Not just a sign of age? No, 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 no. Because it's like, you know, I haven't had anything to drink in, in an hour, but still I have to go to the bathroom. So I, I understand that. But I think this story is a little faulty. And we're going to, we have the Archie Bradley sound. He didn't actually blank in his pants on the mound. It no. was. No, before, before he yeah. goes in. So it's a little bit different than I'm on the mound and, oh, my God, it's two and two, and here comes Cespedes, and, oh, boy, I'm sorry. But that you happened. might have the moment before I, the moment. Because no, let, the buildup is sometimes bigger than the event. Yeah, but I don't know that it's the same. Thing. Let, let, let's hear from Archie Bradley. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you this. So <laughs> It's a 2-2 count, and I'm like, man, I have to pee. I have to go pee. So I run in our bathroom real quick. I'm ready to go, and I'm trying to pee, and I actually – my pants oh like right before i'm about to go in the game i pooped my pants <laughs> so there we go right there before he comes into the game no that's it though but, what he, but you built up the moment before he did so really sometimes maybe you do so he just walked into the game after having done it it wasn't yeah. during because i feel like it's not during that's just like ooh, you know it's ibs or something or you know and i i went to the bathroom well, as i said he had a, had a moment Yes, he did have a moment. But prior to prior to the mound, uh, yes, I, thought, he did. I thought I relayed that yes. fairly well. Quite different than the stories you used to hear about players on a baseball writing their phone number and throwing it to a pretty girl on the stands. Uh, sorry, you know what? I I gotta I really go to the bathroom. I had a lot of cheese. I'm kind of bound up. No, I, so it's not. No, quite... no, cheese is a delicate subject right around these parts right now. Oh, yeah. Somebody that, stole the cheese. Yeah, someone stole. Yes, they stole our cheese out of. So the, uh, while we investigate yeah. the murder. Okay. Whoa. And, Right, because you got the Hamburglar and oh. and everything uh, okay. story we did. Yeah, you know, going back to your arrival at a fast food establishment and a possible uh, problem that we also have cheese missing. But you know, in, Am this, I on? in this particular case, <laughs> Archie Bradley had himself a moment. Oh, I hope people got that part right there. No, it wasn't. It, but I mean, it's it's a lot different. It's a, it's not that I did it when I was on the because it's it's when you hear that story you think he was on the mound and either he got scared or he got nervous and maybe a comebacker he went oh it just hit me in the wrong spot and you know he pooped in his pants yeah, but yeah. no but this is not that this is this is it was before then I went into the game and I was you know I, I then I had but to it pitch. does go along with the nerves though. Said so in nervous pee, and then this time maybe you know went a little bit further. Well, yeah, maybe maybe there were a lot of other circumstances <laughs> that were converging in that moment that led to complete um, system failure. You know, you know what calms everybody down? What's that? Playing the Mets. That no does one seemed to no work. One to be very nervous. That does seem to work oh. pretty well. Oh, it's a bunch of guys hitting. Even though you tried lower. to throw Cespedes yeah, in there, I right. saw I saw that earlier. Yeah. That was, that was nobody cool. nobody on this team's hitting over two forty. Yeah, because Nimmo's hurt. And he's out. Yeah, no, we're just all good. I'll just go and does, I don't even need to. I don't even need to warm up. I'm just going to go in right and start throwing strikes. The you legend. can't go out and play the field if you're a Met without pooping in your pants. Oh wow, that was one of would my. This back the, from would Frost this be? Would this be one of the the starts to a movement to get away from the white pants? I don't think white pants should ever be worn. I, white pants is just not. I mean. They're too hard to get dirty. It's a, I'm, just leather shorts. And I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to disagree oh. and I'll leave it at that. No, white pants. I. It's hard to pull off for anybody to pull off. Er- erroneous. Why you got to pull them off? No, I mean like pull off wearing them. Giggity. Not not not, not pulling them off. Nice job, body. Frostberg. We'll be ready for you in about seven minutes. <laughs> giggity, giggity, giggity.
giggity. <laughs> no, but I well, look. White pants should never be there. Anything white. T-shirts. I, I get nervous wearing a white T-shirt because I feel it's going to get dirty. No, white pants. You get white. nervous about it. I, tell me the last person you remember saying, "Boy, hey, those white pants look really good." Who? I've had a couple. Really? Yeah. Wearing white pants. Me wearing white pants. You wearing? I can't believe that for a second. No. You said last put, night. Put that in the used duster. To wear, used to wear a duster. I did. <laughs> so you wore white pants and a duster? Yes, together. That was in never. <laughs> that was <laughs> in my mind. It was a beautiful look. No, no, no. White pants. Look, I'm trying to think in my life when I've seen someone in white pants. And go, oh, yeah, I really want to wear. I, white I got pants. some photos from uh, Super Bowl week in in Miami with Jennifer Lopez coming and saying hello to everybody. Oh, that is the only place where you can get away with wearing white pants, Miami. Is Miami? I'll give you that, Harmon. All right. Well, because I remember. Oh, that was what Don in Miami Vice. Like he wore the white white suit. parachute pants. Yeah. He, okay. So Don Johnson got away with white pants in the mid '80s. That's the last time anybody's gotten away with white pants. He had a good been run. A long time. He's still alive, Don Johnson. Well, Miami Vice He's is long alive. dead. <laughs> They'll do another Miami Vice movie at oh, some point. Oh, I'm sure point. they will. It'll probably come back in TV show form at some point. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, a big story in the NBA, a big trade that is made, and one father and one son may not be happy about it. Next on Fox. Live from L.A., I'm Tom Looney. Slave and over a hot microphone. The baseball game that just ended on Camo X St. Louis was all about cardinal punishment. A swing, and there's a high fly ball. That's driven to deep right center, and it's a goner. The second home run of the night for Matt Carpenter and a five-hit game. Cards 11, Indians 2. Your final three other games still in progress. Bottom of the eighth inning on the south side of Chicago, where... Leroy Brown and Mike Harmon are from White Sox in front of the Twins, 7-4. Bottom eight in La La Land. we got a blowout alert. Comes in front of the Dodgers, 8-2. Javier Baez, two big dingers. Top of the ninth in San Francisco. Giants in front of the Rockies, 3-2. Oh, and game one, College World Series. Arkansas, four. Oregon State, one. You know, I just realized it says with Mike Harmon like four times in like a 10 second span. Not two, not three. With Mike Harmon. Not four, da, 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 da. With not Mike Harmon. Right, I think everybody gets it. Good. <laughs> There's an importance there. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Elevate. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more information, you can visit Geico. Dot com. Well, it's just just tad difference than the ones that made fun of me. Yeah, that's that's true. There is that. But okay, I did, so it's said my name a bunch too. Lady, <laughs> lady, you're the tiger. It's all good. Uh, we'll get to the big trade in the NBA in a second, but uh, something real quick. Uh, best wishes, of course, to Sandy Alderson, uh, Mets GM, who has stepped down uh, from his position today because of a recurrence of his cancer. He says his prognosis is good. He's going to have to undergo surgery later on this summer, and at a very odd press conference today. Uh, the Mets actually won tonight in, in a walk-off. Uh, uh, Sandy Alderson talked about, is about a 15-minute press conference, and Jeff Wilpon, uh, their chief operating officer, uh, who owns the team uh, with his family, it talked about Alderson's role, and it doesn't seem like he's going to come back. It looks like he's done. It was very odd. It was a, a conversation which should have been 
hey, I'm leaving, I'm stepping down, and, and if you're, you know, as long as you're healthy, Sandy, will you come back? And Sandy Alderson said, quote, I don't think I'm going to return because I'm not sure coming back is warranted, meaning I've not done a good enough job. Look, he's, to talk about Alderson on the field, he invested $90 million in guys this offseason, and they've all stunk. So he's looking at it from a performance aspect, and when Jeff Wilpon was asked about it, he said, oh, we're not focused on that. We're focused on Sandy Alderson getting healthy, which is the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. But don't you say, of course, Sandy, when you come back, we'd love for you to run the team again. But instead it was weird. It was here's a guy who's stepping away because his cancer's returning, and, and, and the conversation, only the Mets, turns to, hey, are you coming back? Are you not? Are you, and, and no one can even say nice things. And then the Mets decide, hey, we're going to bungle this by saying we're splitting the GM job between three people. I mean, come on. I mean, really? Oh, yeah, it's going to be three guys. It's going to be our assistant GM. It's going to be J.P. Ricciardi. It's going to be Omar Manea, our former GM. Really, you can't say, oh, yeah, yeah, one guy, you know, we're going to have one guy do it. No, no, we're going to split it between three people. And we don't. this is how the Mets run things. This is when someone says, what, what, what is the Mets? When you say, when people, something say, what is so Mets? It's usually not something on the field because something that happens on the field with the Mets has happened to other teams at some point in their careers. Poop fest. If they, well, if, if they're pitching well, but they can't play defense, you're batting out of order, it, you know, it doesn't happen that often, but it's happened before. But no, it's this kind of stuff that happens to the Mets. The Mr. Met giving a middle finger to people and it winding up on the internet. And the Mets having a press conference in which it should be about, hey, let's wish our GM the best in the fight of his life. And instead it turns into, I don't know if I'll be back. And and the owner can't even say, oh, yes, you'll be back when you're healthy. That's how the Mets do things. This is what is so Mets. This is what I say. That's so Mets. It's stuff like this. According to the reports, Alderson informed Wilpon of the decision on Sunday. So you have 48 hours approximately to get things together, 36, whatever time frame you want, but two days, okay, to get your statement together, get your stories straight, and, and roll forward from there. And instead, you get from Alderson going back to his 2015 surgery staying on the job. I had the decision-making authority basically at that time. I will not have it going forward. If people want to call me, they're welcome to do so. But at the same time, I don't expect to be involved in day-to-day activity. So even there, I'm stepping away. Are you done? Are you still on the payroll as you have this title? Mm-hmm. Or are they taking all responsibility, splitting the job? Just seems like there should be some finality to well, what you're that, doing that, with that'll your be, job. That'll be this offseason because here's here's the situation. He's going away now. He's having surgery in the summer. As long as he gets through that, okay, he comes back, then it will be, hey, I'm officially stepping away. And Because, the, the look, the, the Mets are a mess. They're not going to do anything. They're going to sit here and have three guys split the job. They can't just say, no, this this is who's going to run things. Their assistant GM has been with the team since 2004. Tryouts no, for the no, second no, half. Can't do it. Can't do it. So they're brain gonna, trust figures the three of them are better together. I, uh, I don't know. Omar and I, who, who just gave all kinds of money to people. I mean, well, that's what Alderson did too, I guess. But yeah, you know, I mean, really, this is this is what you're gonna do. I mean, this is this is what this is when I go. This is my team. This is this is what the Mets do. Continue, this is their team. continue into a spiral, but just a, you know, a difficult moment, obviously for the franchise. Just you, you'd think with 48 hours to, before you're getting in front of the media to announce it perhaps there'd be a more of a structure forward looking as opposed to, well, we'll deal with this as, as we have to right now. And because you've now truly punted on what's left of 2018. 
And good news for the Mets tonight. After hearing this news, they do wind up getting a win. Their first one in a long time at home on a walk-off. Waiting on an 0-1 from the lefty Brault. Here it is. Swing, it's lined on the chalk line. Fair ball. It's the rolled-up Tarplin. Here comes Conforto. That's for you, Sandy. The Mets have won it. They walk it off 4-3. to Josh Lewin, Mets Radio Network, with the call. You think they're going to suspend him for saying that? Not, oh, That's for you, Sandy? Whoa. It is the Mets. Why, you know, What's next? They're going to give his pension to Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> How do you think they're paying him already? Wait till he finds out. Oh, wait, wait. I'm not drawing any money anymore. Yeah, we got to pay Bobby Bo again. But again, the Mets win yeah. that one every day of the week. Yeah. They don't win anything, Harmon. No, 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 no. no, no. The, no, the Bobby no. Bonilla contract, no. they won. Because no. they didn't have to give no. out a giant pile of money at once. Right, but but it, in, You're the, being in, way too kind. in the court of embarrassing things, that's embarrassing. Yeah, but people are lazy. The, the way they did it was better. You know, and it was better for Bobby Bonilla because he Benita had a continuing up soon. Right, because he had a continuing revenue stream. So one might argue for him it kept him from spending all the money and investing poorly and going broke. This way he still gets his what is it, one point two or whatever yeah, comes yeah. through each and every year. But for the for the Mets, they didn't have to put up here's a, a giant novelty twenty million dollar check. Good move by them. It's like in five days. Right. Did, what was it, two years ago we had Bobby Benilla's? Oh yeah, agent we'll celebrate on? it. Frostburg, you got Bobby Benito. What was it? Two years ago, you yep, had him his on agent, and we t- he talked about negotiating that deal. Oh, it was a win. Easy, easy to July first is Bobby yeah. Benito Day. One point one nine million dollars. How about the fact that Derek Le- Jeter has listed a, a castle he bought in in two thousand three uh, for four hundred twenty five thousand for nearly fifteen million? Yeah, that's well, that's 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 a real estate does to you. I'll tell you what, a castle. Derek yeah. Jeter played for the Mets. He got- <laughs> Hey, don't forget, we were also only a couple of weeks away from Jeff Fisher Day. Oh, it's wow. It's almost 7-9. We, we, got, we got Bobby Benilla Ooh, Day, we got Jeff Fisher Day coming up. That's a lot of celebrations. Oh, we got to grow out our mustaches. I already did. I'm good. Meanwhile, <laughs> a tri- yeah, no, your, your goatee <laughs> looks pretty good. It's not, a good you know, you're, not Jeff Fisher-esque, well, though. No, no, but you know, you, know, you, look like, you look like Kurt Russell in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's kind of what. That's kind of what you're. Well, good. He was a godlike like. figure, so yeah. it only fits. Yeah, no, it's it's good. you got a little bit more uh, color than white in in your beard than he. Are does. you saying he looks older. like Groot? No, I'm not. I am I'm Groot. Groot. No, no, he's okay. No, he's not all right. I'm playing a video game. Come on, Groot, put that down already. And then he says, "I am Groot," and they interpret it as a curse because he's a teenager. A big trade in the NBA goes down today, and Doc Rivers will not be able to coach his son. This season, as the Clippers have ended the first father-son coach player situation in the NBA by trading Austin Rivers to the Washington Wizards in exchange for center Marcin Gortat. Doc Rivers is not making the decisions anymore. He has been replaced. Remember, he was making all the decisions, and then I think they realized, oh, man, we're really biffing a lot of things. So, Lawrence Frank, Clippers president of basketball operations, Michael Winger is the GM, They've been the ones making the decision. So they've decided to trade Austin Rivers and get Gortat, who they will use ostensibly if DeAndre Jordan, who was expected to sign and opt in for one more year, only to facilitate a trade potentially to the Dallas Mavericks, that looks like that's what's going to happen. But do you think they made Doc call Austin and tell him? Do you think they made him do it? Hey, Doc, we made a trade. Oh, good. What do we do? Well, we got you, Gortat, just in case something happens with DeAndre. Oh, that's good. I always liked him. He's really good. Uh, what do we have to give up for him? 
Ah, oh, we made a great deal. Remember I, those I guards we traded. drafted last week? Oh, we uh, got rid of our draft picks. Oh, well, we traded two draft. Well, that's more playing time for my son. You know, 15 points a game last year. He earns it. You don't know why we drafted two guards. I, you know, I, I should have been in on that decision because, you know, we got guy already that's pretty good. And, you know, uh, 15 points. Uh, yeah. Is your son around? Yeah, yeah, he's right here. You want to talk to him about expanding his role? Uh, no, I want to find out if he's got frequent flyer miles on Delta because no. he's the one. Oh. Or do you think they just made Doc do it? Doc traded Austin. Please tell him. Send. Like out of how many TV shows and movies, you're going to be the one to deliver the news. <laughs> or you're the one that has to finish this, whatever that means. See, I think it's more like on The Walking Dead, back when I watched Walking Dead, when Negan wanted to get back at somebody. Mm-hmm. If someone tried to kill him or do something, he wouldn't do something to that person, but he would do something to the person that that person loved. Like, oh, you think I'm going to kill you? Oh, little lady, wait till you see what I do. And then he'll just shoot the person next to her who dies because that because she decided to try to kill him. Well, that that works in a, in a short term, but doesn't that supervillain come back to haunt you eventually? Don't, don't they come back to get you? Uh, right? You know, if you keep letting the bad guy go. <laughs> well, no, but he's still in power. He's still in power, and someone tried to someone tries to kill him, and he kills somebody else, and then makes you live with that. Yeah, but the point is, you you left someone alive that has already proven yeah, they want to kill you. Well, I, that's he, that seems like a bad business decision. It, it, it's, it's also more torture for that person. No, I get that yeah. psychological. But if they're sending people to kill you psychologically, we've already had some breaks here. I sort of feel like that's what they did to Doc. No, no, no. Doc, we, we we took away your authority to make trades. You're just coaching the team now. No, no, we're not going to get rid of you. We're going to get rid of your As son. As your last you act. You turn this thing remember, around Remember, right your now. paycheck in that role ends, you know, July 1. You so this, this is around. your last act. Oh, uh, we actually have audio of Doc Rivers trying to smooth things over with Austin. So oh, no. Again, it's audio you're only going to hear right here on Fox Sports Radio. I hate you. Could I have a hug? No. Give me a hug. No way. Come here. I'm not coming over there. Let's go. Forget it. Pronto. What are you doing? I'm with it. I'm hip. Oh. Well, don't look at me like I'm frickin' Frankenstein. Give your father a hug. Well, I was hoping they could work it out because they're going to be on opposite sides of the coast now, but apparently they weren't able to. It's too bad. Can't wait for the schedule release party. You know, one thing, though, one serious thing. Yeah, that Father's Day game is going to be off the hook between the Wizards and Clippers. That Father's Day present is going to be off the hook. I'm still waiting. ABC matinee. I'm still waiting to get that. I don't know. You know, I've done a good job. That would put the Clippers in the finals. I don't know if I'm going to get a tie or not or something. You know, I don't know. I haven't gotten anything. Father's Day was eight weeks ago. Maybe it's got lost in the mail. I don't know. You know, long road trip. I don't know. But one thing, seriously, the Clippers are doing something. I don't know what it is yet. I feel like the guy in the beginning of the movie that knows something is going on, but he can't put it all together yet. With the stories of here we're trading Austin Rivers, we're getting Gortat, his contract is up after this year, DeAndre Jordan's going to opt in, facilitate a trade to the Mavericks. They are doing something. I don't know. They are planning for something big. 
I don't know what it is. You know me. I've said before LeBron should go to the Clippers and not the Lakers because that's where he could become even a bigger legend than he is if he actually wins with the Clippers. They have a great owner in Steve Ballmer who will do anything. They're gonna they're starting to clear the decks, but the Clippers are doing something. I don't know what, but they are building towards something big here because this is these are dominoes that are falling now pretty rapidly. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter. At How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hit him up on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, the biggest story of the day. Who was under the most pressure and finally delivered? I'm so excited. Oh, I wish it was you, Tim. I think you struck out again tonight. I'm very, very excited about it. That's good. You can be excited. The story's next on Fox. I love it. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer was built to save you time and money by allowing you to compare multiple quote options all online. So head to Progressive.com today and see if you can save. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I got eyes in the back of my ears. If you're just tuning in, I'd like to say that, no, Tight shirt's not been waiting all night to unveil that. No, we've been running that one since like eight o'clock. No, that's I right. Got two big cheeks. I have a big ass. We spent a lot of time tonight talking about Zlatan's ass tattoo. And, oh, it's and kind of a big deal. That's where a lot of this came from. Just so you know. But today was a big day in the World Cup. Argentina, Nigeria. Argentina needed to win and get help to advance to the knockout stage in the World Cup. And Lionel Messi certainly had the pressure of the entire world watching him earlier today. He's having a bad World Cup. Argentina is was a game away from going home, and he needed to come through with a big game in the worst way possible. And early on, he came through. Benega, look at that ball. Messi brings it down. Big Fox on the call. Argentina had a one nothing lead. Nigeria ties it up. One apiece. We get late in the contest. A draw's not going to be enough. Right side, Mercado, somewhat free. Looks to cross, does. Inside shot, go! Argentina's out! Argentina wins it by the final of 2-1. to one. They go on to the knockout stage. Messi is hugging everybody after the game, and he's smiling and waving. I've never seen him so happy. Well, it's like when Ovechkin claimed the cup before the drunken uh, yeah. several days after. The sure. cup may be damaged, by the way. There's a report Whoa. that it got dropped and it's bent Oh, and, and dented and, sure and looks dropped. terrible. Is it still in Russia? No, it's moved on since then. But remember Ovechkin stayed on the on the ice and was hugging everybody. Mm-hmm. He was out there for a long time. Yeah! Messi said, yeah, exactly. Doing his best uh, CSI representation that you had Messi doing the same thing because at least for a moment can uh, exhale at least a little bit. It, look, this World Cup really has been about the Ronaldo versus Messi argument, which is is an awesome one that people have had for years. But well, it replaces stage, Jordan Lebron, yeah, so it's good. Let's uh, go go right somewhere uh, else on the global stage. We get it once every four years. <laughs> we get it when the when the Player of the Year is announced, whether it's Ronaldo, whether it's Messi. And certainly Ronaldo is having a much better World Cup. This is Messi's first goal. He had a horrible first game. He had 11 shots. He had a penalty shot that he missed. But Ronaldo had a penalty kick that he missed yesterday as well. 
in look in the pantheon of Ronaldo versus Messi, and this is this is looking me looking at Messi's international career and Ronaldo's international career. If you want to talk about World Cups, because they both have all the plaudits for their teams throughout their careers, but this is certainly when the pressure is hottest. Who has come through more? Messi just has not had the big games when they need them the most. Throughout their careers, and both of them started around the same time, the 2006 World Cup in 2010, Messi didn't even score a goal in 2010. He's never scored a goal in the knockout round. I mean, Messi has not scored a goal in the knockout round of the World Cup. There's been many more games where you've walked away and said, boy, Messi really, he blew this one, than you've seen it for Ronaldo. Messi's not as much of a pressure player as Ronaldo is. Ronaldo scores more, scores more in big times, where I can go back to certain games and point to, boy, Messi was awful in this game. Four years ago, awful in the fight. He missed a big missed a big shot early, missed a shot late. There's many times I can say, boy, Messi was really bad here. Remember he had the the uh, the the short retirement after the Copa America last sure. year. I'm not going to play for the international team anymore. The pressure is too much for him at times, and he does not come through. And you see the moments like Ronaldo has and has had in this World Cup coming through three goals in the first game, including a big a bending goal that ties it and against Spain and helps them move on to the, to the knockout round, where I just don't see that for Messi. And, yes, they are different players, and Ronaldo's more of a scorer, but Messi's a scorer too. He does like to set plays up more, but there are games where, wait, you have to score in this situation. You have to be able to put this ball in the net. You have to be able to make sure you can't just, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm setting things up. Then you're LeBron in the finals before he realized, I have to be the guy the ball goes through. I can't make the right soccer play because that's not going to result in a goal for us. You know, I, I see that more out of Messi that he's not the pressure guy than I see it out of Ronaldo. Finish the job. It's, you can only get so far without actually finishing the the goal scoring opportunity passing to your teammates you're you're the face of the franchise to put it in, you know lightly or, or in its basis terms because you're you're looking at the worldwide acclaim all the advertisements and everything building up even here the coverage on Fox how, how often in the ads were were Ronaldo and Messi featured because that I mean I mm-hmm. walked to my kids school when they have jersey day right jersey fridays yeah you got some usc yeah you got some ucla there's always a couple of kids running around with messy jerseys there's a couple of families that run around with patriot stuff you would not i mean they've, they've got them all yeah. so yeah. you know you, you'd be uh confused uh and probably angered and getting in trouble and thrown <laughs> off the the play lot but just to show the international reach so when you have this type of stage you, you've got to finish and deliver it's like we were talking about the magic johnson Comments trying to tamp down expectations about what the Lakers do in free agency. It's the same thing here. Like you can't do that. No matter how many, oh look at that pass. He should have finished, or he should have gotten a, a shot on goal. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And and as I joked with Kobe Jones earlier, as he laid out, you know, he's the setup man versus Ronaldo as the finisher. That it's too bad to, they're not NBA players because then we could team them up, form a super team, and see what kind of mess they can leave in these international competitions. We got golden headphones. All this messy talk is all fine and dandy, but you guys are completely bearing the lead in that game. I mean, 
The double bird from Diego Maradona. Oh, that's good. Hey, come ev- on now. Everybody, we, how do we should, not lead with that? Everybody should live life like Diego Maradona lived life during this game. Well, I you want, wish I, you lived life like that. Now, now here's the thing, though. He had to be escorted down into the bowels of the stadium because he had a blood Why's pressure. Why got to be issue? the bowels of the stadium? Why can't it just be lower in the stadium? Why's it got to be bowels? Bowels is a better word. It's, it grabs you. <laughs> Diego, whoa, Diego Maradona. So he did. So he flipped. They had the double bird, yeah. but then he collapsed in a chair, so they had to, you know, make sure he was okay. Coincidence? This, this is a guy who was the most decorated hero in all of soccer, hero of the 86 Argentinian World Cup winning team. He was coach of the national team. And every time they showed him today, he's dancing with a woman in the stands. Mm-hmm. He's got his arm around somebody. And then he's flipping everybody off after the go-ahead goal. Giving people the <laughs> Bud Adams. You, you, he's just double burning everybody. He knows the cameras are on him. And then he has to be helped off because he's got low blood pressure. And like watching the guy, I, I wish I could live life every day like him. Because I, there's I, nothing I, saying you can't. I don't think. No, I get too tired. Yeah, That's he's in way tired. better shape than you. No, come on. No, he's not. Come on. They had the guy was flipping people off and had to see medic have medical attention. Well, he did that for several hours. You need not to mention the dancing and drinking game. and everything else. Oh, that's true. I do. So I mean, there's a lot going but into I can, that I mean, story. I'd love to be able to live life like like Maradona, but I I can't. I mean, that's just too much. So tomorrow morning, that becomes your mantra: it's, live life like Maradona. If everybody could live life like Diego could, I, life would. It's be either a lot that better. or you followed LeBron. You already brought him up. Be better tomorrow. Yeah. Be better. Yeah, wearing yeah wearing shorts. You and, said that like it's wrong. You already said you were going to get leather shorts. I wish I could pull off. Didn't you already shorts. commit to those? No, Weren't you buying those no, earlier? I, I, I didn't buy them. I, you looked I at them. Buy them. Couldn't buy them. Couldn't pull the trigger. No. I can't, I can't go buy There's $75. I can't go. Hey, Pam, I bought a pair of $75 leather shorts. What's wrong with that? What am I going to wear them once ago? I, I can't pull these off. <laughs> you know what? Them. That might be a nice $75. <laughs> Oh, I could I could expense him. Yeah, Scott Shapiro would pay for that. Yeah, they're for your uh, vacation in Detroit. That's right. Wear, wear them next week. <laughs> you know what happened if I wore those in Detroit? I would I wouldn't make it out. I would not make it. Would be what no, up, Eight Mile? No, I would. <laughs> Let's go get a muskrat dinner, yo! Everybody, muskrat. But that's just it. If you're gonna wear those type of shorts, you got to own that. That's got to become part of the persona. You don't put those on lightly. You you have to get that in that oh, right frame do, of I mind. I think you do put leather shorts on very lightly. I think you do. I, I don't think you slide in them. I, you just, very light. Grease up and slide in. Very light. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions based on your job requirements, then zero in on qualified candidates using intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Speaking of the Lakers and NBA free agency, a big story on what to expect with LeBron James coming up in a minute. But first, a guy who actually wore leather shorts into work last week. Leather shorts. It's, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Steve DeSager. It's Tom Looney <laughs> with What's Trending. I like that. Uh, game one of the Carl- College World Series. 
don't know why there's thunder in my background. Game one of the College World Series uh, was played tonight. Arkansas and Arizona State. That's the proper sound effect there when we're talking college baseball. It's Arkansas and Oregon State. Best of three. A Razorbacks won the first one, four to one. There we go. After a rain delay in Chicago, White Sox twins ended just a short time ago. Sox won at eight to four. After a weather delay in St. Louis, Cardinals boon swaggled the Indians 11-2. There was some rain and hail in St. Louis. The hail was reportedly the size of Brussels sprouts. Two liberal left coast games. Giants tapped the Rockies 3-2. And in La La Land at this moment, we've got a blowout alert. Bottom of the ninth inning. Dodgers wavering in the breeze. Cubs in front of the Dodgers 9-4. Got some World Cup action coming up later. Some of it on the Big Fox, as we call it around here. At 10 Eastern, Mexico and Sweden simultaneously on NBCU, whatever the heck that is. Korea Republic and Germany going at it. At 2 p.m. Eastern time on the Big Fox, Brazil and Serbia. And uh, at 2 p.m. on NBCU. Kobe. That's the wrong one. There we go. <laughs> we got Switzerland and Costa Rica. Yeah. There's no mind. No bullying. No bullying. Hey, no, no, no. no but no. if I push the wrong buttons, there's no bullying. No, but you actually turned out to be right because yes. Kobe Jones, who was on the show earlier, right, on earlier, is on the call for Switzerland, Costa Rica tomorrow. Yeah, uh-huh. Not on NBC, Looney. No, no that's not, not a sponsor of the World Cup. No. <laughs> That's no. on NBCU, whatever that is. Uh, that would be Fox Sports 1. <laughs> no. No, that's not. Oh, really? Well, that's not what it sort of says here. I think we need to go into I the night. I apologize. All we, games on FS1 yeah. and Fox. You don't listen to our promo? And take it with you on Fox Sports yeah. Go. I think we need to go into the night without me promoting it. Let, the wrong let, networks is what we're doing. Let's right. forge forth. Forge forth into the night. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. We're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit Geico.com. And, of course, about the World Cup. Watch every second of the World Cup on Fox and FS1. And take it with you on Fox Sports Go. Am I That's on? Fox Sports Go. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want everybody to just back off for a second, and li- or back up for a second, and listen to what I'm going to say about the big NBA story today involving Magic Johnson and the Lakers and their plans for free agency. We are now five days away from the beginning of free agency. Magic Johnson and the Lakers are expecting, and many people are expecting LeBron James and Paul George to walk through the door and sign, and they're going to be two. Maybe another Max guy comes in, but it's been LeBron, 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 LeBron. And the Lakers have been very cryptic about things, and they have been a little, I would say, haughty about their chances with people coming. We had Jeannie Buss's cryptic tweet 10 days ago saying, never underestimate, dot, 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 nothing else needs to be said. Magic Johnson has been coy all along. All of a sudden, when Paul George, there are stories that he is maybe thinking about staying. Hey, surprisingly, a story gets leaked a day ago that the Lakers are working on a pitch for Paul George and they need somebody to voice over a very dramatic welcome to have Paul George come to the Lakers. Oh, surprise, surprise. A Jamie Foxx-like voice yes, is not, what they're looking not for. Yes, not a Morgan Freeman voice. They want Jamie Foxx. Well, Mor- Morgan's been in trouble yes, recently and yeah. Jamie Foxx has not. So, He's doing that Shazam show with his daughter. It has been... The Lakers looking to this post, uh, this offseason 
for the last two years. This is when we're going to make our splash. Everything has been this offseason. LeBron is a free agent. We are putting all our eggs in this basket. We're trading away Lou Williams. We're moving guys out. We're shedding Jordan Clarkson's salary so we can be ready for LeBron James and this offseason. Everything has been towards this next few days. And then Magic Johnson does an interview today with the L.A. Times' Bill Plaschke, who's going to join us on Thursday night on the show. And this is what he says about judging him and the Lakers in free agency for this offseason. Next summer, if nobody comes and I'm still sitting here like this, then it's a failure. But if you judge us on one summer, that's ridiculous. And then if I can't deliver, I'm going to step down myself. She won't have to fire me. I'll step away from it, you know, because then I can't do this job. Now think about what he just said. Next summer, if we're here not getting anybody, then I'll walk away. You won't have to fire me. I'll walk away. But to judge us on one summer is ridiculous. Whoa. Warning bells all over the place on this one. Suddenly now, you may not get anybody. Well, that in 2017 didn't count. He was hired in February of 2017. He already had a summer. You may not be getting anybody to judge us on one offseason is ridiculous. No, no. Everything you have said has been for this offseason. Now suddenly you're moving the goalposts. There's no way the Lakers haven't heard they may not be getting who they think they're getting. Because at this point, you're not lowering. There's no need to lower expectations. There's no need to. You, if you're worried about tampering, and that's what everybody in my timeline is saying, oh, Magic just doesn't want to get uh, busted for tampering, just don't say anything. You don't need to say No one says you have to do interviews. No one says Jeannie Buss has to do an interview clarifying her tweet saying, oh, yeah, when I said never underestimate, nothing else needs to be said. It was about the power of wearing leather pants when you travel because they don't uh, uh, wrinkle and you can just put them right on. That's Jeannie Buss's explanation for her tweet. That's what we get 24 hours ago. And now you get Magic Johnson saying, judge us on one offseason. That's ridiculous. Well, you don't say that unless – you're not getting what you have promised and told everybody, we're getting these guys. We're getting two max guys. And now suddenly the Lakers are pulling back from this. I hear this story, and I think free agency might completely change from what we thought of it. It's easy to say, oh, Magic is just trying to do the non-tampering thing, or oh, he's slow playing us, which is what a lot of people are going to say. Uh-uh. This is a very big deal because none of these things needed to be said. If they needed to be said, I get it. I understand, hey, Magic's got to get out there. He's got to say something. But nothing needed to be said. Why are you now lowering expectations unless you know what is coming is not going to be what you've promised? And that means LeBron James. But here's the problem, is that you're not able to lower expectations. You're the Lakers. You're the storied franchise. You're the one that when you hire a new coach, you rally every former star that you can, and you shove them into that conference room. You go through and you celebrate your history, and your championships, and your legends at every turn, which means the expectation is you're rebuilding this thing to get back to championship form. That's been the talk, and that's all you've said since you took the job. That was Magic Johnson. That's why you've been brought in to resurrect this franchise in the post-Kobe Bryant era. So trying to talk now and use those terms as he did, you're not lowering expectations. People here in Los Angeles and Laker fans, wherever they may be, flying their car flags, they're expecting great things this summer. They're expecting not one, not two, maybe three superstars to walk through that door and a a shuffling of this team and its nucleus. So anything that's said 
that's an attempt to walk that back, it's too late. That cat le- that, that cow left the barn. That cat left the whatever. The the idea being that for, for Magic Johnson, the expectations were huge. Bill Plaschke wrote a column about it a couple of weeks ago. That's that was one of the things we discussed with him several weeks back was look, Magic Johnson was brought in to bring back star power. And if he doesn't deliver, then it's yeah, you have to raise your hand and wonder what his effect truly is. Cause right now it's a, it's a lot of wishing, wanting, and hoping. Should have been out there just smiling, saying "big week ahead," and that leave it at that. Yeah, because why not? Everybody should be optimistic, but now you're dialing it back. Yeah, but you just leave it general. You you shouldn't be talking with any specificity whatsoever. The, I, really, this is a. I feel this is like when we got the Savannah James Instagram mm-hmm. before. LeBron went back to Cleveland with the the countdown is real with a picture of Akron and then she deleted it. And that was blown off by many people who said, oh, she's just excited about going home for the summer. No, that's a lot different. And and we knew right then, hey, LeBron's going back. to. You're the first ones to say LeBron's going back to Cleveland. And that's exactly what happened. That's how I feel about this now. Somebody knows something because there's no reason now in 24 hours for the Lakers to start saying, hey, you know, if it doesn't happen this summer, oh, then maybe next summer. No, no. Something's happening. Something's happening. 877-99 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Mike, it's Swollen Dome. Coming up next, oh boy, do we have some mean tweets coming your way? Because there's many Laker fans not happy. Sweet. With what I've had to say tonight. We got that next. Very sexual, strong Twitter game. It is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. It's what we're all about here on Fox. Oh, 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 you did it. We're live from the Geico Studios. Go ahead, tight shirt. Back I got for eyes a big, in the back of my ass. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I was going to say, back for a big finish here on a Tuesday night here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, we got some mean tweets coming your way in a few minutes. I actually have mean tweets and some odd tweets. Okay, good. Yeah, I got mean t- I got a, So we need some odd tweet music as well. So how odd are these? I need a justification here. Uh... Odd like, hey, I got two eyes on my, you know, like, like that. Okay. Odd. Oh, okay. It. But just really quick, just really quick to finish the Magic Johnson Lakers conversation about Magic Johnson now backing off from success this offseason. Jeannie Buzz basically saying, oh, no, my cryptic tweet was about leather pants and not about free agents or anything like that. Is that when you think about this, getting free agents to the Lakers has been impossible for almost a decade. A decade. A town that always says, oh, we sell ourselves, the Lakers sell ourselves. No, they have not gotten a marquee free agent since their last championship year. And even the, even the free agents for the last time the Lakers won were Ron Artest, you know, it was Meta World Peace, and, and you know, it wasn't a bunch of great players. The best free agent they've signed since they've won the championship, you're going back to 2009 now, this is almost a decade. The Los Angeles Lakers, the best guy they've gotten was Lou Williams. And he's been gone for two years. Jason, they won in 10. Come on now. They, 2010, okay, 2009, yeah. 2010. So eight when's, years. The, when's the last time the Knicks won anything? Uh, 1973. So, but how is that relevant right now? Right? <laughs> you got to get your date straight. <laughs> no, no, Don't no, say 09. It was, it was 2009, 2010. No, they won both back to back. Yeah. Since then, their best free agent has been Lou Williams. That's uh, it. Mozgov. Uh, sorry. And Lou Aldang. Those were fantastic signings for them. Uh, wait, for Mozgov and for Dang. I mean, those are life-changing, brilliant moments. Frostburg, whose contract runs longer, Bobby Bowes with the Mets or Lou Aldang's with the Lakers? Which which one is longer? Oh, Bobby Bowes. 
couple more I'm, years I'm left on be that. In my sixties, yeah. by the time the that's Mets okay. Stop paying him. <laughs> but think about that for a a team that is supposed to get everybody here and and all the, they, people just walk in and they don't. They haven't gotten anybody in almost a decade. That's a long time. Whether you can only and, sell history, and you, and you so can't much. just say, "Oh, nobody liked Kobe," because that's true. Nobody liked Kobe, so they didn't want to come. Kobe's been gone. Kobe's been gone. Still have not gotten. Well, anybody. you still have the specter of Kobe hanging over. <laughs> that knee's quick to lash out if you show any signs that you want to come <laughs> here and be the superstar, right? We've seen that in a couple of his television shows where he's been very quick to point out, "Hey, here's this, and here's what I did." And he injected himself into the goat conversation, and there's a lot of that going on along the way, but. Certainly for the Lakers, interesting times because you've cleared the money. It's there for those max contracts, but there's certain things that still need to be done for maybe certain superstars to want to sign on to what they're selling. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Uh, do you want odd tweets first or mean tweets Let's first? start with odd and then odd go, go hateful All at right, the we'll, end. We'll go odd tweets. All right, here yeah. we go. Uh, odd tweet music, please. You want the music? Tight tweet? Uh, yeah, let's have... You guys are like. All right, let's hear what we got. Talk to me. Oh, this is this is odd. You blow me this is odd. Okay. Did not expect this is odd. Will, William Hung. Yeah. Um, uh, fits the theme. <laughs> hey. Yeah, baby. Hey, how about a fresca? I just picked up two of your signed Sixers jerseys. Any chance I can get a signed Wizard jersey for my collection? Sure. Yeah. I'll sign one for you. Uh, NBA big man Jason yeah. Smith sitting I'll next to me here. I'll sign one for you. <laughs> Thank you. You thought, right. thought I was Jason. How about this guy? Oh, by the way, so much of a Jason Smith, the basketball fan. I got two signed Sixers jerseys, and now I want a Wizards one. That's nice. Is that a gamer? I don't get that kind of love from my family, and this is a guy who's a fan of the Jason Smith who plays basketball. All right. I mean, that's... Yeah, but go ahead. You know what? Elijah, uh, send him to me. I'll sign him for you. I mean, right? Well, I'll well, sign Well, I mean, him. one of his uh, game-worn playoff jerseys, check that out, went for 270 bucks. Wow, really? That's not bad. And if I sign it, that would that would make it, like, down to 220 <laughs> That's not bad, though, for a gamer. That'll work. You know how many horse burgers that is? Oh, it's a lot of horse burgers. I, I could... I don't know. Would, would my... Would my... If I signed it, would it make it worth more money or less money? Oh, definitely less. less. It's always the All question right. of can you find someone in the marketplace that wants your signature on All a jersey? Right. Okay. That uh, you never wore. Holly had this one, another odd. Why don't we just finish with odd? Yeah, tweets? why don't we? I had a dream last night that I was married and had kids. My dream husband was trying to convince me that it would be all right to join him for a night out because LeVar Ball will be watching our kids. That's someone who listens to this Stay show a lot. She listens a That's lot. That's not bad. LeVar Ball What's would be watching you? the kids. Would you ever? I could never trust LeVar Ball to watch my kids. I would come home and where's, oh, yeah, your daughter's on a plane to Lithuania. Why? Oh, because uh, she was disappointing here at home and, you know, she wasn't getting the contract offers and didn't have the sneak. So she, uh, what's going on? Yeah, How's that back. different than boarding school? Uh, we actually go into school instead of going to just play basketball. But does it bring money back? I, I don't think Because it if would. it's an economic advantage, it then that's not a bad thing. It would be money for me to go back and get her to bring her back. Why is Louis Vuitton calling? I don't, <laughs> that's the larger question. You know, I dig that Holly's having dreams about stuff that we talk about cool. people on the show. Now I know it's not just me. That she's not just dreaming about you? 
No, or, no, no. Or that you I'm, dream no, no, about. No, no, no. I'm not the one dreaming about things oh, okay. that happen on the show. You'll be dreaming about Zlatan tonight. Yes, and and Mike Harmon in a Hamburglar outfit. Ben Maller's next on Fox. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.